doctor's visits, then the pain, medications, limitations, and then comes the fight with the insurance company. How do you get on an even playing field? Use the Bell & Pollock Legal Game Plan. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. For over 25 years, we've represented injured people. Based on our experience, we've formulated an injury legal game plan, a game plan you can use right now. Our legal game plan gives you the ability to fight the insurance company, and it's free. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. We'll help you. Boss of Fitness is now open in Denver, Centennial, and Aurora. Know what that means? You can be fit and be happy for as little as $9.99 a month. High energy classes, indoor pool, group cycling, turf training, basketball, super convenient kid care, right? And Boss of Fitness coaches are beyond amazing. Work out where fitness is fun. Join Boss of Fitness with month-to-month memberships as low as $9.99 a month. Stop by one of our gyms or visit bossoffitness.com to join today. KSE Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, Boys and girls, children of all ages, at the ones and twos, for the Vic Lombardi Show, the hardest working man in Denver, make some noise for Jesse Trujillo. On the wing, the man whose last name is impossible to pronounce, Marty O. At forward, the big redhead, notorious shoulder driver, H. W. Peterson! And in the hot seat, wearing the fancy black shorts. And he's always right, thinks he's always right. James Manchester Mirlat. And the man in the middle, he's a small man, but he's a good doctor, attorney at flaw. Make some noise, everybody up on your feet, no one's sitting in your seat, it's time to meet Big Lombardi! The final in home. Here's Anton with a wrister. Saved by Leonard Rebound. Score! Gabriel Bark as he gets the backhander inside the far post. And the Avalanche have made it a 5-2 game. That was a weird game. Just flat out weird. I don't know. Those Sunday games are always off. Three shorthanded goals in one game. I've never seen that before. I know the record's four. But back-to-back shorties, three total, the Avs survive Buffalo. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show, joined by James Manchester, Maryland. H.W. with a much-deserved PTO. <laughs> I knew that's where we were going. Jesse Trujillo's here, Marty O behind the board over there. Fellas, welcome on this Monday, cold, blustery Monday in the Mile High City. You know, you look out this window, and the sun's starting to come up. It's still dark out. Doesn't it just look like we're in a scene from, like, a... Uh, movie set in Bosnia. It does. Like we're getting ready to, you know, we're gonna we're gonna meet with the the, the gun dealers or something. It looks like Kiev. Yeah, this exactly. Time of year. Exactly. Yeah. Who's the guy that now every movie he's in is like Taken Nine? Oh, uh, why am I blanking yeah, on his I, name? Is uh, a Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Yeah. I feel like we're in a Liam Neeson movie. Uh-huh. That's that's what we're doing. Well, we're looking you know, out here. It happened again today with me. Happened again, and, and it happens all the time now. Now, now I expect it. Uh, you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm driving in to work this morning. And I don't know if this is because that part of town um, is encompassed. There, there are a lot of people in the Cherry Creek area who are wealthy. 
Okay? Would you admit that? Yeah, I think okay. that's a pretty the, good generalization. Right when you get to the Denver Country Club driving down Spear. Yeah, when okay. it turns into first. Exactly. So here's what happened again today. And okay. if you're driving around the roads, you may see people like this. And it bothers me so much that I want to get out of my car. I want to stop traffic. I want to stop everything, get out of my car, and just sort of give a speech on how not to proceed. So I'm driving down Spear. The roads are icy. The sidewalk there is icy. There's snow everywhere. And there's three cyclists exercising down the road doing their morning exercise. Okay. Now, usually they're on the sidewalk. They're off traffic. But because the sidewalk is icy, they decided to go on the street. Okay. On that street, it's impossible. to. There's no room. There's no shoulder. This is true. And the shoulder probably is still covered with snow. And exactly. Ice. So not only are on the are they on the road, but they're at least five to six feet on the road because there's so much ice next to the curb. And you don't want to share the road so today. So all they did was cause major stoppage in traffic coming yeah. down Spear. People honking. It was backed up a good half mile. Like, what is going on? I drive by, and I honked. I'm a cyclist. Yeah. yeah. I'm a fellow cyclist. Okay, I do this. I ride my bike. There's no reason. What? Exercise is more important to you than it is to me? It's more important that well, you get out and exercise on your bike this morning? That's not cool, man. That's 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 entitlement, man. Well, see, I had a I had a, a similar experience this weekend. So I you know, I I consider myself a runner. I like to get out, knock the three miles out, call it good. I woke up Saturday morning and I didn't think it was supposed to be snow until later in the day. I wake up, it's snow covered. Sure. Like everything's blanketed, right? The, yeah. the, the field, the, the road, the, uh, the, the grass, the sidewalks, everything. And my first thought is, all right, I don't have to go for a run. Like it's like a day <laughs> off, right? Nature I, tells me what to do. I go get in the car. I'm running an errand. I forget where I'm going and I'm slipping and sliding everywhere. And there is this lady in the neighborhood running in the snow when I can barely drive and I'm slipping all over. And I'm like, I'm not a runner. She. She's a runner. She's a runner. Now listen, listen. These guys are all bundled up. They have their stretch pants on, their yoga pants. It's three guys, three guys, and they got their lights, their flickering lights. And okay. obviously, they do this every morning. Yeah, and that's fine. Down. That's fine. If you want to ride your bike every morning for you know self indulgence, whatever, do what you want to do. But when you're causing traffic delays because of snowy, icy conditions on the sidewalk, no, you've overstepped your bounds. Now your little thingy. Is is affecting my ability to get to work. Yeah. So how entitled are you? Again, it happens mostly around this part of town. Well, yeah, they own the road, right? Yeah. They, you know, we we live in Cherry Creek. We're gonna do what we want. You need to go around me. Exactly. My oh bike. man, I came right up next to him, honked my. I, I actually rolled down my window. So what are you doing? I think you've become more confrontational coming to work than me because I don't remember the last time I was flipped well, they, the bird. They, they make a bad name for all of us. I'm a cyclist. True. I ride my bike. I deal with bad auto pedestrian issues all the time. Auto cycling in this case. I deal with it all the time. That's a bad look for cyclists. A lot of people who have a negative thought of cyclists, that's, that's the, it. That's the reason Case why. number one. Yeah. On a snowy, icy Monday morning at six in the morning. It's six. And you're in the middle of the road when people are on their way to work, hustling to get to work. Your exercise is not more important than my ability to get to work. When are you going to understand that? I agree with you. There's a place for the bike. There's a place for the car. They shouldn't merge. Just 
get a damn bike and put it in your basement and ride it. Yeah, on a snowy day, you got to have a stationary bike. I agree. I'm 100% with you. We're starting off the week in agreement, which I think is a, a sign that we're not going to agree on anything from now through Friday And at I 10. challenge any cyclist or exercise fiend, challenge me. Let's go. Debate me. Freaks, exercise on your own time. The roads in the morning are meant to go to work. Let's go, piping hot takes. Oh, no. Is that this segment? No. Oh. No, it's big news See, right I'm now. See, I'm all messed up. Big news right now. Well, Will's not here. It's big news right now. Big news right now. <laughs> the big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. Again, that was a crazy avalanche game last night. Back and forth. Buffalo Sabres would not go down quietly. At what point the Avs led 5-2. They end up winning 5-4. They had to hold on for dear life. It's a game that featured three shorties, including this one. Sabres get it, swing it all the way around to the right point. Riscalani couldn't keep it in. It's a breakaway for Nieto. Into the Sabres zone. Down the slot. Matt shoots and scores! Matt Nieto, a shorthanded goal. And the Avs get it right back and take a 2-1 lead. The Avs scored one shorty, gave up two of them, and they hold on five for the final. Meanwhile, over the weekend, the Nuggets get one out of two on the road. They got their one in Phoenix. Murray in the pace of Jokic, kick out over to Wilson Chandler, step back, baseline, fadeaway jumpers up and in. That puts the Denver Nuggets up by 13 points, and this thing is over. Wilson Chandler, where you been all our lives? My goodness, 26 points to lead the Nuggets over the Suns. That was his best performance of the year. Oh, by far. What was he, 11 of 24 from the floor? Or 11 of 14 yes. from the floor? I mean, he was just on fire. Uh, if they get that Wilson Chandler, they're pretty tough it's a to beat. Team. That's the one they've been looking for. That's yeah. the one they've been waiting on. That Wilson Chandler. What I'm, uh, I'll be curious to see next time out if it's... The, near that guy again, or if it's the Jekyll and Hyde Wilson Chandler? Devin Harris playing his very first game as a member of the Nuggets, and he played a lot, 22 minutes. Michael Malone, you can tell, likes this guy. You gave Devin Harris a, a lot of run tonight. What are the little things that you notice that he does? I, I think he's uh, he's never in a rush. He doesn't get out of control. I think he's got a great change of speeds and quickness to get to the basket, and I trust him to make the right play. You get a guy like Devin Harris who's been in big games, who knows what a playoff push is all about. Did you hear me pull an HW there? I completely mispronounced his first name. Devin? Yeah. Play that again. My question to Mike Malone afterwards. Play that. Just the early part of that. You gave Devin Harris uh, a lot of... <laughs> One more time. You gave Devin Harris uh, a the lot of run. that? Devin Harris. Devin. <laughs> that is an HW. The hell is that all about? It is spring training time. Major League Baseball teams headed south. For the winner, the Rockies on their way to Arizona, hoping to hook up with Bud Black soon. He's got one thing on his mind. Find a starting unit, a starting rotation, and that starts with John Gray. There are steps to take to become a great major league pitcher. And you look for, you know, those guys who are, you know, who are consistent and pass the test of time. So rough starts are going to happen. But I do know this, John will gain from that experience. He'll gain from that ball game. He's talking about John Gray's last performance, which was that, you call that a playoff game? Yeah, it was officially a playoff game. They had the one-game playoff. They had the 163rd game that everybody got so excited about. Yeah. You know, it's hard to get excited about baseball when you look outside and see this, but I was in Phoenix over the weekend, poolside, yeah. 80 degrees on Saturday, oh, no, wondering, no. what am I doing? This gets me more excited yeah. for baseball because I start to think, okay, 
All right, there's light yeah. at the end of the tunnel. Show me the scenes from spring training with green grass. I'm in. Do you ever have those moments, though, when you're in Vegas or Phoenix or L.A. this time of year, and you're like, what am I doing? What, yeah. Why Why am I living here? Yeah. What why, am I doing? Why am I not here all yes. the time? I had that moment for a good four hours on Saturday. I can 80 totally degrees understand full that. Going, what am I doing? I can totally understand that. I'll be in Vegas this weekend. I'll bet I have that thought. Shocker. <laughs> how, many, how many times is this in the last calendar year? Uh, five. Jesus. No, six. Six. Well, I'll be in L.A. for the All-Star game. This is the second time, though. It was it was for a, a kid thing. This is a kid thing. Yeah, it's funny how your kid things are always in Vegas. I had, like, one kid thing in Vegas my entire kid's career. You got them every weekend. Hey, man, I had to go to Houston two weeks yeah. ago for a kid thing. My like, kid's least going I shopping. Can, Where are you going, Vegas? least I can do is get the Vegas trip in. My kid's going to school. Where? Vegas? It wouldn't be all bad. My kid needs to go pick up some clothes at the store. Where? We're going to Vegas. Okay. I did volunteer for this trip, I'll admit it. Coming up later, Chris Marlowe, the voice of your Denver Nuggets, as we come down the stretch in both hockey and basketball. My thoughts on the Avs and Nuggets. Again, I, I've got a different outlook now. I'm, God, I'm, I'm a freak show. I'm not living and dying by every game, every bucket, every goal. I don't like living this way. So emotional. And I gotta deal with guys right in the middle of the road on an icy Monday morning when I'm trying to get to work. You got the Vic Lombardi show, our piping hot takes coming right up. Devin Harris, uh... Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. Are the Denver Broncos going to try and offer Kirk Cousins a deal better than what Jimmy Garoppolo got? In? And I was just reading the Garoppolo deal. You know, he's getting close to $90 million in guaranteed money. Close to 90, not 74, close to 90 million bucks of the 137.5 is guaranteed dough. And so are the Broncos ready to pony that up? For a guy that may not pick them anyway. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. Right now at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, they have the savings you're looking for. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. They need to sell 117 before month's end, so they're ready to make you a deal. Plus, they'll even match your down payment up to $2,500 on any new or used vehicle. And mention the Colorado Avalanche and receive two years of maintenance with every purchase. Matching down only happens in February, so get it now. Off I-25 and 104th. Online at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104.com. Driven by you. Did you know there could be toxic radiation in the indoor air you breathe? It's radon. 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 A colorless, odorless gas that can only be detected by testing. So it's best to test with Ace Radon to find out if you're breathing radiation. It's the only way to be sure. Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. There are several radon measurement devices available today, but you don't want to trust your health to an improperly calibrated, do-it-yourself gadget that may render misleading results. Instead of wasting your money, trust a radon test performed by an ACE Radon certified professional. If you have radon, we can help you take the right steps to clear the air you, your family, and your pets breathe. Race to ACE for an initial professional radon test starting as low as $50. Just $50 to be sure you're not breathing indoor radiation. It's best to test with Ace Radon. Race to aceradon.com. 
Guys, Wednesday is Valentine's Day, and you need a gift for your wife or sweetheart. And as you're looking around, ask yourself, does she really want a box of candy? Or would she prefer some time to herself to relax and unwind? This year, buy her a few hours of relaxation at Beau Visage Skin Care and Spa. Let's face it, women love to be pampered, and nobody does it better than Beau Visage. They have two beautiful facilities specializing in luxurious services, like wonderful European facials, soothing massages, fantastic body treatments, and much more. They're all designed to pamper that special lady at extremely affordable prices. And for you guys that have no idea which one to get, don't worry. They have several gift packages for anyone's budget. Just call 303-779-5002 or go online to bvspa.com. This Valentine's Day, think Beau Visage, 303-779-5002 or bvspa.com. Darren College, a Former NFL Super Bowl champion signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I didn't find that working behind a desk, so for me it was a pretty easy decision to make. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Are you looking for a new career? Well, with today's fast-paced world, content is available and consumed at an accelerated rate, making media careers in very high demand. And the Colorado Media School is your first step to get the necessary training to prepare you for an exciting media career with courses and training for TV and radio personalities, sports broadcasting, audio and video editing, online and social media content, and so much more. If you belong in front or behind a camera or microphone, then you got to check out the Colorado Media School right now. They'll even give you an orientation just for calling to see what they're all about. Get instruction from real industry pros and graduate in as little as eight months. Hey, if you start now, you have a chance to get that media career in this year. And at the Colorado Media School, you can work on your own show or production right when you begin classes. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify give you all the reason to call right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A delay on southbound I-25. Traffic is brought to you by the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. It is an accident involving a semi and six cars. Clearing off the two right lanes southbound I-25 at the Boulder Turnpike. Quickly stacking back traffic behind it. And also an injury accident southbound Highway 85 at 124th Avenue. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation invites you to take steps for cures at a walk event near you. Get started at cctakesteps.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Well, I mean, they're all right. Last night, I didn't think we got enough pucks in traffic to the net, didn't create enough offense, and, and when we did, we just didn't capitalize on our chances. But it was a good effort, and, and, and you know, it, it, just the difference in the game, I think, was that they capitalized when they got opportunities. And Avs win. Avs win on the road. The subject of my piping hot takes, Avs and Nuggets, coming up shortly. Last night, I'm watching uh, some of those Olympic Games, them there Olympic Games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little too much figure skating for my tastes. I thought NBC could maybe flip around the dial a little bit. I didn't need three hours straight of ice dancing or whatever the hell that was. Well, but, you'll find, and I don't believe it's on the docket for tonight. I was I was looking at the schedule, but it's on almost every night because they've invented sports 
So it can be more figure skating. Of like course. What was last night? Team something or other? I, I don't know. They I didn't know. have team figure skating yeah. in 1956 no. in Helsinki. No, no, no. It's You're right. It's it's ridiculous. And I don't know the solution is, and they'll say, if you want to watch something else, we've got 18 channels of something else. I, I know. get that. But you know how it is. You want to watch the marquee broadcast. Correct. The primetime NBC broadcast. Where's Tariko? That's yeah, what I want to the watch. The good stuff. You want to watch the good stuff. And they gave me three hours. Now, now the good part of that is... You get the best analyst team in sports, Tara Lipinski and Johnny Weir. They are a riot. I don't know that they're the best analyst oh, team it's in not sports. Even, what are you talking about? You think they're better than Tony Romo? Oh, it's not even close. Oh, come on. Dude, I would have zero interest in figure skating. Those two, and as catty as they are, they just take down each of the competitors. There is no room for error. They don't mess around. Well, Do you ever hear Tony Romo get extra critical toward Aaron Rodgers in a broadcast? These guys, huh, they don't care who you are. I think that's a figure skating thing, though, because, like, I remember, do you remember when Dick Buttons used to do it? Yes. He was pretty harsh. Scott Hamilton has always been harsh. Not like these two, though. Yeah, Not Dick, like these two. Yeah, but Dick Buttons. This is this is the part of the show you in HW. Call them buttons. It's button. <laughs> it's not There's buttons. There's no S? No. <laughs> Quit putting an S at the end of it. This is the part of the show where HW just glosses no over clue. like Dick Button. Are you sure it's no? There's no S. Look it up. All right, right I'll now. Look it up. Google it up. I think it's Dick Buttons. It's not buttons. <laughs> you're, you're, it's like a Saturday Night Live skit at this point. I think Lipinski and Weir are tremendous. Tell me if on a given Sunday, an SEC college football game, if they were calling Alabama. Auburn, the Iron Bowl, you would not watch Lipinski and Weir as the analysts. It's Dick Button, by the way. Uh, I would. And don't you think sports would be better if, if they, most of the analysts were that way? Were that honest? It's kind of like Howard honest. Costell used to be, yes, right? Like, honest. Telling it like it is. They messed up. That's a terrible throw. It's an awful, I don't know what they do in figure skating. What do they do? Twirl? What do they call those things? Well, you got an axle. An axle. You got a sow cow. Yeah. Oh, did you see last night there was an avalanche association to the Olympic Games? No. The girl from the U.S. of A. by the name of Marai Nagasu. I think I've completely butchered her name. Marai Nagasu. The first ever competitor at the Olympic Games to land a triple axle. Now she has to keep the speed. She can't second guess. She has to go right up and do it. Yeah! Oh! Wow. Holy cow. Just the third lady to land it at the Olympics. Midori Zito, Malasada, and now Mariah Nagasu. All right. Obviously, I got bad information. I thought she was the first. The first U.S. Oh. U.S. Olympian. Isn't that what Tanya Harding was known for? And well, she didn't and she nail it. she couldn't pull it off. Right. Exactly. Right. The triple axle. You know, the other thing about this girl, Mariah Nagasu, I think I'm pronouncing her name correctly. I'm probably butchering it. I couldn't get Dick Button right, yeah, so true. I'm not going to criticize you. She's a former avalanche ice girl. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, she was at a Pepsi really cool. Center with the shovel in between the periods. Okay. She she worked right. down in Colorado Springs training for the Olympics. She'd come up for game nights and shovel ice. No kidding. Yes. Yes, sir. I do I do see the ice girls out there. I'm like, I, I couldn't even do that. Let so alone the, play best, hockey. the best skater in the organization is now at the Olympic <laughs> Games. I mean, think that's, about that. That's impressive. Let's that's go. Impressive. Piping hot takes. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. 
brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vince Hot Take. I worry. This is what I do. This is why they pay me to worry. I worry for them. They may not worry. I do. Here we go. Down the stretch. Avs and Nuggets. As they approach mid-February, both of them with just a handful of games left. You're laughing, right? I butchered February. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, damn, I have trouble with that <laughs> Is name. Is it because Will's not here? You're Maybe still so. in the role? Anyway, down the stretch we come. And I'm looking at the remaining schedules for both games. And I'm sitting to myself saying, whoa, they better get healthy in a hurry. They better get their big guns back in a hurry. I'm concerned. And again, this concern comes from what I've seen and what I'm looking at right now on the schedule. Let's start with the Avs. Last night, big win, must win over the woeful Sabres, 5-4 the final. And it's been hard on the Avs the last few weeks because they played most of their games on the road. And they've done so without their best player, Nathan McKinnon. Thankfully, the schedule eases up a little bit. They're back home for the next one against Montreal Wednesday night. Then they got Winnipeg on the road. Never easy there. They can't seem to win in Winnipeg. Followed by a home game against Edmonton. And then three more away from home. That's when the schedule normalizes. They need Nathan McKinnon. After the game last night, Coach Bednar was asked about McKinnon's availability. And they're coming on that two-week mark tomorrow they could have him back in time for the game Wednesday night. We shall see. They've got to get him back. A look at the standings right now. And the Avs are suddenly two points back of the wild card, two behind Minnesota, and six behind Dallas. Dallas has 70 points. Minnesota has 66. The Avs have 64. So they got some work to do. Now, they've got a couple games in hand of those other teams they're chasing, but they've got some work to do. They are not the same team without Nathan McKinnon. We have seen it. We continue to see it. They have to have him back if they want to make the playoffs sooner than later. Meanwhile, the Nuggets. Big win on the road, just like the Avs. This one at Phoenix, a must win. Coming tonight after getting blown out in Houston, 130-104. to The Nuggets respond by beating the Suns 123-113. The Nuggets are right there in the playoff mix, sitting pretty. But again, look at the schedule. Look at what the Nuggets have coming in the month of March. The month of March is laden with road games. All but one, two, all but four games in the month of March are on the road, James. All All but but four? four? Yes. Basically, the month of March is spent on the road. It includes a seven-game road trip to close the month of March. They got to have Paul Millsap. They got to have him sooner than later. Because there are teams that are starting to wake up. I'm watching some of the Utah game last night. Utah went to Portland and tore up the Blazers. The Utah Jazz have now won nine straight. According to Adam Morris, he tweeted some Of those nine games that Utah won, they were underdogs in six of them. What does that show you? They won nine straight, six of them they weren't supposed to win. 
Utah is on a roll. They're healthy. They're even strength now. They're 28 and 28. They're not too far behind. Watch out for Utah. I'm telling you, it ain't going to be easy down the stretch. The Nuggets desperately need Paul Millsap back in that lineup. They need to normalize, as do the Avs. Get your guys back and normalize. Next hot take, it's Will. It's hot take. And in honor of Will, we'll do what he does every morning and just give you the Avs score. 5-4, Avs win. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. That wasn't nearly convoluted enough. You needed to go into some long-winded mm-hmm. diatribe about games in hand yeah, and yeah. all the math and everything. Hey, Vic, have you noticed that the uh, the bashing of the Patriots has begun? I mean, it's in full force. And and I get it, right? There's People don't like them because of Spygate. They don't like them because of Deflategate. They don't like them because they win all the time. They don't like them because... McDaniel's backed out of the Colts job. Well, there's a, re- a lot of reasons not to like them, let's be honest. I totally get it. But there was a, a comment made yesterday by Eagles offensive tackle Lane Johnson that I thought was taking it too far. I don't know if you saw the quote. I saw but, it. I got it circled on my list here. But here you go. I think the Patriots' way is a fear-based organization. Obviously, do they win? Yes, they win. They've won for a long time. Do I think people enjoy and can say, I had fun playing there? No, I don't. That's the God on God's honest truth. Here's the problem I have with it. First of all, it's a job. They tell us all the time it's a job, it's a business. Is it supposed to be fun? And here's the other thing. When I watch the Patriots at all those parties where they get their latest Super Bowl ring, they all look like they're having a whole hell of a lot of fun mm-hmm. to me. And guys who used to play there who are no longer part of the organization or coaches who used to coach there who are no longer part of the organization, they most of them speak pretty fondly of it. Teddy Bruschi doesn't seem to have a lot of negative things to say about the Patriot way. Gronk's always having fun. He seems to be having a good time. I just think this is kind of field day. It's kind of 2018 of us, right? Like the team that has been to eight Super Bowls, the, the team that's been to, what is it, 12 AFC title games? The team that has won five titles, now we're going to rip them because people aren't having enough fun? Give me a break. I'm sick of the Patriots, too. I have Patriots fatigue, but I'm not going to rip an organization because I don't think people aren't having enough fun there. They look like they're having a lot of fun playing games in February all the time while 30 other teams are sitting at home watching on their big screen. Yeah, Lane Johnson... I, I believe he was uh, going down the wrong road there. I, I understand what he's trying to say. It's fun winning a Super Bowl. It's fun. Yeah. They've won a lot more than you have, bro. Yeah. If that's the case, they're having a lot more fun. And look, the Eagles had fun doing it. Jason Kelsey at the at the parade was a, was a riot. But let's see if that approach leads to 17 years of sustained success. If it does, you can rip the Patriots way. Are you as worried about the Avs and Nuggets coming down the stretch as I am? Again, I am paid to worry. That's what I do. Right. But honest to God, they got they got to get their studs back. They they need to get Millsap back for the Nuggets ASAP. And I know I can't just put them in the lineup. They say mid March, early March at the earliest. McKinnon needs to play earlier than expected because that offense, the way the Avs roll without him. They look completely discombobulated. There are two things that worry me, one one about each team. One, when I look at the Nuggets, I'm trying to look through the front window because they're not far from the five seed, and they're not far from taking the division lead. However, if you look in the rearview mirror, they there got, are a couple teams hey, right dude, on them, and they'd dude, be out of the playoffs. Dude, 
Utah ain't playing. I know. I, I know. I'm telling you right now. I, I'm, I'm going to say it right now. What's the date today? I don't even know the February date. February 12th. February 12th. Nuggets, I think, are going to make the playoffs. The Utah Jazz will make the playoffs. I'm worried about the Avs because not. I know they're only two games out of the playoffs. Or two points out of the playoffs. Sorry. There's two teams ahead of them that also aren't in the playoffs. You start looking at the standings, and it's not only where you are. It's how many teams you have to jump. It starts to worry me. It's very, very crowded. Well, my concern for the Avs is just the way they're playing. The way they're playing without McKinnon. It's understandable. I get it. But one guy completely has thrown them for a loop. They're out of sorts. No doubt. Zero offense. They can't get it going. And I know they scored five goals, but it's just not the same. I'm with you. You got the Vic Lombardi Show at 731 HW with a well-deserved day of PTO. has been brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. This is James Marillat from my friends at American Financing. A lot of you right now are asking the same question. Is now the right time to refinance? For some homeowners, it could be a good time to refinance, but the time is definitely running out due to the increase in rates. If you can shave at least one percentage point from your current mortgage rate, then refinancing could make sense for you. How do you do it? You call them at 303-695-7000 or you check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. Again, that's American Financing, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. Find them at 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. Find out if now is the right time to refinance. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Kevin Flush here from Flush Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney and, more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive, and best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need, hotels, dining, Bars open 24-7 and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. Boss of Fitness is now open in Denver, Centennial, and Aurora. Know what that means? You can be fit and be happy for as little as $9.99 a month. High energy classes, indoor pool, group cycling, turf training, basketball, super convenient kid care, right? And Vasa Fitness coaches are beyond amazing. Work out where fitness is fun. Join Vasa Fitness with month-to-month memberships as low as $9.99 a month. Stop by one of our gyms or visit VasaFitness.com to join today. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com.
C3Adjusters.com. Larry H. Miller Chrysler Dodge Jeep 104th is Colorado's first choice. With over 1,000 new vehicles to choose from on 17 acres, we guarantee the best prices in the state. That's right, best prices in the state that can't be beat. Being the number one volume dealer has its perks, and we're passing them on to you. Come on in and see for yourself why we're Colorado's first choice. Conveniently located off I-25 and 104th. Larry H. Miller Chrysler Dodge Jeep 104th. Or LHMDenverJeep.com. LHMDenverJeep.com. Driven by you. Mammoth Lacrosse is returning to Pepsi Center on 303 Day, Saturday, March 3rd, to take on the Buffalo Bandits at 7 p.m. The Loud House is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. Show your pride in our great state as players will be wearing special Colorado uniforms. Celebrate all things Colorado and one of its most popular sports. Spin shot saved there by Phil Ward. There'll be tons of action. With a head of steam. McLaughlin shoots and scores. Don't miss us. Check it out at ColoradoMammoth.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Extra delay on southbound I-25 making your approach to the Boulder Turnpike where there was an accident involving a semi and six cars cleared out of traffic now. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Expect delay on southbound US-85. There's an accident clearing at 124th Avenue. Food, water, medical care, education, and more is what you'll give a child in poverty. When you become a Compassion Child Sponsor, release a child from poverty in Jesus' name at Compassion.com slash radio. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Teddy Bruschi doesn't seem to have a lot of negative things to say about the Patriot way. Gronk's always having fun. He seems to be having a good time. I just think this is kind of field day. It's kind of 2018 of us, right? Like the team that has been to eight Super Bowls, the, the team that's been to, what is it, 12 AFC title games? The team that has won five titles? Now we're going to rip them because people aren't having enough fun? Give me a break. I like the way you pause when you get to give me a break. It's give me a break. Well, it's a flair for the dramatic. Yeah. It's like, you know, you would think I took like theater class mm-hmm. or something. I mean, that delivery was just so good. Manchester's hot take, taking down Lane Johnson of the Eagles, who said basically their Super Bowl means more because they had fun winning it, and the Patriots are too serious, blah, 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 whatever. Bottom line is it depends on how much you value winning. You think Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide have had fun over the last decade? Yeah. They've had a lot more fun than most programs. But people look at them of like, they're taking it too serious. They don't look like they're having fun. You know, fun, sometimes having fun is a serious business. Sometimes it is. <laughs> having fun requires some serious nature. You, you can't have fun having fun. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, Bill Belichick looks like he has fun in the offseason when he goes to Nantucket and goes around on his boat five rings. Uh, here are some uh, reactions on the text line, 30933, the Altitude 950 text line, 30933. You can also call the show. 303-753-0950. Hey, Manchester, it ain't no fun, brah. Sincerely, Malcolm Butler. <laughs> okay, there's somebody who's probably not having a lot of fun. But how much fun did he have, what, two years ago? Making the Three play years of the ago, game. When he was the hero. Yeah, came out of nowhere, remember? And nobody knew who he was. Yeah, nobody had ever heard of him. He was the toast of the town. The guy's never going to have to buy a meal in Boston again. No. Come on, give me a break. Uh, two zero nine six. Lane Johnson just can't lay off the juice. Is there more to that story? I'm I not know. sure what that means. I don't know. 
he a juicer? An alleged Maybe. juicer? I don't know. Never heard it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe he, Maybe he was. I don't know. We, we don't really pay attention in football. A guy gets suspended for four games or eight games or whatever. I'm like, okay, then they're back. We don't care. Yeah, when's the last time something, you know, a PED? There's a guy or two every year. I mean, you remember back in the day it was Sean Merriman and yeah. some of those guys. And Who we was the, yeah. uh, the middle linebacker for Houston that gets punched every year? Oh, yeah, year. yeah. He got uh, suspended last year. The yeah. guy who threw up on hard knocks. Man, he went to USC. I know every fact about him. I can't think of his name. Does anybody back there have a name, please? HW's not here for random names. I know the guy. I see him. I see I see his face. Punchable face. I Brian see Cushing. Face. I knew it would Got come it. to me. Uh, speaking of Houston, the Houston Texans made some news that we did not delve into. They did. A couple things that, that we did not jump on. The Broncos wanted to hire Wes Welker as their receivers coach. By the way, Welker featured tonight on This Is Your Life or whatever the hell that is on NFL Network. Oh, a football, football life. life. It's a good one. Yeah. I've never really seen the Welker one. It's a really good one, especially if you're a little bit of an underdog. Good. Uh, it's Looking fantastic. Looking forward to seeing it. Yeah. Anyway, the Broncos wanted to bring Wes Welker here. The Texans refused. They basically gave him a fake title and said, no, you cannot hire him away from us. Then, last week, and this went sort of underreported, and I'm curious as to why. I've done mm-hmm. my due diligence. I've asked around. I've inquired with folks at Dove Valley. Why did this happen? Luke Richardson, the strength and conditioning coach of the Denver Broncos, who was highly praised the last few years, right? Doing all this out there stuff. Everybody loved him. Everybody in and outside of the organization loved him. Up and leaves to Houston. The Texans steal away the Broncos strength and conditioning coach. Now, was he pushed? Was he pushed out of Dove Valley? Or was he given the opportunity to go elsewhere on on a job promotion? What promotion could there be? It's a, I mean, it's a lateral move, really. Yes, I it mean, is. It, it, there really isn't a way to move up. It, it, and it's interesting because for for several years, I was highly critical of Rich Tootin, the previous strength and conditioning coach. And he was more of a powerlifting kind of guy, right? He was more of a push the sled. School. Exactly. Push the sled. And the problem I had was the Broncos had a lot of soft tissue injuries. You know, if a guy breaks a leg, tears an ACL, has a concussion, and misses time, what are you going to do? But they had a lot of those hamstrings for Champ Bailey that keep him out for six-week kind of injuries. And to me, that was on the strength and conditioning program. That's stuff that's avoidable. They get rid of him. They bring in Luke Richardson. And I wrote an article about it, and it was fascinating. Back to, in I know, July? I know you're shocked. It probably was a July issue. And it was fascinating to go in there because they, they totally revamped the entire weight room. They brought in a lot of this stuff that is more uh, low impact, um, high repetition. A lot of it's really state of the art. Most of their weight room isn't plates and, and barbells and dumbbells. Exactly. Ropes. Ropes everywhere. Exactly. And it seems to have worked. I mean, Broncos have had injuries, but if they had those frustrating kind of injuries of like, why can't this guy get back on the field with a hammy? I mean, why can't this guy yeah. get – they haven't. They, I mean – you know, a guy, like I say, tears a knee up, what are you going to do? For the they record, haven't had those. For the record, I've reached out to a couple players, current players on the Broncos roster, and I asked them, are you surprised by Luke Richardson being taken, poached by the Houston Texans? And they said yes. They liked him a lot. Oh, he was popular. They liked him a lot. Now, the yeah. players did. What happened in the front office? Something went sideways. 
something went berserko with his strength and conditioning tactics and what the organization believes to be true, believes to be effective. Well, at this point, now every coach who played any kind of major role in Super Bowl 50 is now gone. I mean, I know Gary Kubiak is back as a scout, but in terms of being on the coaching staff, they're all gone. I went back and looked at it. Do you know who brought in Luke Richardson? Do you know why he was hired by the Broncos? Do you know his association to the Broncos? Was it uh, was it Foxy? Jack Del Rio. Okay. He was in Jacksonville. Okay. He's a Del Rio guy. Interesting. Interesting. So the association with Del Rio, when Foxy was head coach, allowed him access to the Broncos. He comes in. He does the job. And again, nothing but glowing remarks. Everybody loved him. And then just quietly last week. It happened so quietly. He's gone. Well, didn't in the last year or two, they bring back, didn't they bring back Cedric Smith? Yes, he's there. And Big he says, cause he left. He and was, he's a candidate to be the next guy, by the way. But he was there under Tootin. He was number two under Tootin. Yes. I think he went to Kansas City. Yes. And now he came back. He certainly did. So does that mean they're going back to the old way? I don't know. I'm told the job will be, will be filled sometime this week. It's very interesting because whatever Luke Richardson was doing, it was working. Yeah. And, and Makes it sound like we're wasting our time talking about that's a big job, gang. That's an important job. That's t- we're talking about getting people back on the field when they get hurt. We're talking about maintaining bodies so they don't get hurt. That's a big time job in any organization, especially football. That piece of news is a hell of a lot more important than almost everything that happened for a week in Mobile. You're Alabama. darn right it is. It's a big piece. You're of darn news. right it is, and it's been underplayed. Yes, including by us. Yes. We didn't mention it last well, week. It, it, it's akin to losing uh, one of your chief assistant coaches. Yeah, to be like losing the coordinator. Yes, I mean there's the head coach, there's the three coordinators. Offense, defense, special teams, and then there's the head strength and conditioning guy. I, it's vital. It's vital. Listen, anytime you lose somebody for the same exact job at another team, I'm sorry. There's something you get pushed. There's either you got pushed, or they just don't want your services anymore. And it's not just in football. It's not just in sports. If yeah. anybody leaves a job to go take a job that's exactly the same for the exact yeah. same kind of money, it makes you scratch your head. And now, what, money may be different. I don't know. And what makes it even more curious. They worked with that Houston staff at the Senior Bowl. Mm-hmm. They tried to get Welker from Houston, and and Houston said no. There, there's a little bit of a which tells back me and forth there with the Houston Texans. The Broncos could have said no, and they exactly. Didn't. Interesting. Very curious. You got the Vic Lombardi show. There's food outside. What I see what donuts. Are you, what are you people doing to me? The vegan's gonna jump at it. The vegan can eat anything that's not All animal product. That. You got the Vic Lombardi show. We're back after this timeout. Troy Hansford can sell your house. An agent that specializes in high-end homes and knows the neighborhood. He's from here. He knows here. Troy will sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing homes, and the key is marketing. It always is. So give him a call today, 720-600-6244. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. 720 600 6244. 
Thursday afternoon, Altitude 950 broke the news. The Nuggets make a trade. Emmanuel Moody to the Knicks. There just there was no fit for him here in Denver. Devin Harris at Denver. You go and get Devin Harris. Let's talk about Devin Harris. 34. 34-year-old. Is a nice, solid, smart veteran player. And a guy that can settle things down a little bit on the second unit. Oh, that's large. And the push for the playoffs continues. Head fake and then the three. Yes! This is the home of your Denver Nuggets. Altitude 950. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you had the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit echohearingcenter.com. Do you ever think about your garage door? I mean, you don't, really. It's one of those things you hit the button and it opens. But what if it doesn't? And it's snowing. Sure, you can just get out of the car and go into the house, but how come it didn't open? Family Garage Door will come out to your house and do a 21-point winter inspection. Balance, level, and align the garage door, lubricate the moving parts, and tighten the hinges. Just $49. So you can go on not thinking about your garage door. Schedule your inspection at FamilyGarageDoor.com. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans. As general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish. On time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our community secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. We protect the homeland. We're always there when called upon. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Extra delay on southbound I-25 between 120th and the Boulder Turnpike from an earlier accident. 
Traffic is brought to you by Murdoch's US 85. There is an accident there clearing it southbound at 124th Avenue with backups to E470. Crash watch for it at 56th and Peoria. Now through February 13th, shop Murdoch's Ranch and Home Supplies, Pet Food and Supplies truckload sale for the lowest prices of the season on brands like Natural Balance, Science Diet, Canada and more. Visit Murdoch's today for details. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Chandler puts it on the floor, spin move there on Reed, starts backing him down, can't, throws it on top to Barton. Six on the shot clock, back to, down to Chandler, throws it back to Barton, he'll try a triple. Got it! Nothing but net. Will Barton on fire in the third quarter here. Nuggets back in the lead by three, less than two minutes to go in the period. Will the thrill. 25 points to help the Nuggets beat the Suns' much-needed, much-needed victory over the weekend in Phoenix. By the way. It wasn't a must-win officially, but it kind of felt oh, yeah. like it, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at their schedule. Again, this is why I'm a little worried right now. I'm, I'm worried because that's what I do. But look at the schedule that the Nuggets have in front of them. They just over, they overcame one of the toughest stretches of the season for any team. All right, they, In one week, they had Boston, San Antonio, Oklahoma City, and Golden State. They went two for two, which is a win. Okay, That was just a one-week stretch. This stretch is going to be hard. San Antonio tomorrow night, never easy for this team. At Milwaukee, San Antonio again after the All-Star break. Houston, they simply do not match up with Houston. The Clippers, which continue to sort of nag, they're there right below the rest of the troops for a a playoff position. They got Cleveland twice in March. And the reason I bring that up, they've got Cleveland in a span of four days. At Cleveland, then home. In the NBA, in any league where you play a ton of games, it's not who you play often, it's when you play them. Look at Cleveland now compared to Cleveland the last month. Completely different team. Did you see what the Cavs did to the Celtics yesterday? I did. With that refurbished lineup? I did. I did. But let's let's break it into chunks, Vic. The next five games. Yes. Spurs, Bucks, Spurs, Rockets, Clippers. Four of the five are at home. Yes. And the Nuggets play well against good teams on their home court. Okay. Uh, uh, let me just be blunt here. Do you think they'll be, are they favored against San Antonio tomorrow night? I don't know. Let me look at the paper. Uh, my let's guess just is, look, let's just look at the odds. My guess is no, but look, let's, let's, let's say this. They play the, two of their next three games are at home against the Spurs. Got to split, you got to split, right? You have to, you have to win one of those two. Totally, totally agree. All right. You go to Milwaukee. Are they going to, they don't have the line yet because they mm-hmm. only have tonight's games. Are they going to go to, um, Milwaukee and win? I don't, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough well, one. Well, they, they've won one road game. In the last 39 days. In 2018, one road game. Um, so I, I would say no. I mean, Milwaukee's been playing pretty good basketball since they fired Jason Kidd. So, you know, I, I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to go in that. They can beat the Rockets here and they can beat the Clippers here. So in the next five games, they got to go three and two. Okay. Four so, of the five okay. are at home. I, that's fine. Three and two is fine, but Utah can't lose anymore. Utah yeah. has, a, Utah's won nine straight. Okay, and then they go three straight on the road. Grizzlies, that's not a very good team. Cavs, we'll see what the Cavs are at that point. And the Mavericks, that's a bad team. 
Okay, so you got to win two of those road games. I, see, but you're telling me go on the road and beat Dallas as if it's a foregone conclusion. They had to do everything just to beat Phoenix on the road. I know, I know. I'm Beating just, Dallas on the road isn't like a done deal. You I'm just it breaking like it into chunks. Deal. I'm just breaking it into chunks. And it's I'm like I'm giving you my chunk. It's like having a sales goal of oh, I gotta I gotta hit a hundred thousand dollars a year. Oh, that sounds big. Eh, you gotta hit eight grand a month. My reaction to all all of what you're saying is this: They need Paul Millsap. If they had Paul Millsap, and here's why. If they had Paul Millsap in Houston, they don't get blown out. Because Paul Millsap recognizes mismatches. He understands what's going to win a game. There were so many times in that Houston game where they would switch, the Rockets, they switch everything. Jokic would have Chris Paul on his back or James Harden on his back. And in pure Jokic fashion, because he's very unselfish, he'd immediately throw it to the wide-open guy in the three-point line. Now, there going to be nights where those shots aren't going down. Right. Okay. What does Paul Millsap do? If he's got CP3 on his back. He takes him to the hole. Exactly. I would you agree make with him that. pay just like they make you pay on the other side. I think you're putting too much into the Houston game. I, 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 no, Here. man. No, I'm not. Here's, I'm not. I saw some things in that game. Even in the Phoenix game, I saw some things. I'm like, come on, guys. Here's the Take problem. Well, now we're matchups. nitpicking wins? Yeah. You know why? You know who's the biggest nitpicker of that win? Michael Malone. Exactly. Okay. He's. Uh, I. I. And you're right. You can learn some things even in a win, and don't let it gloss over things. I, I, I'm with you. Can you name me the starting five of the Phoenix Suns Saturday night? No. Should have won that game by forty. I have no idea. I'm. See, but I'm not going to play that. Well, I am. I'll you play. Should it. win by forty. It's a road game. It's a back to back. They got the win. They escaped. The Phoenix Great. Suns were missing their three best players. I understand that, but that's the kind of game you just need to make sure you get out of dodge with the win. And when you look back at the end of the year, it, I get it. It, you're not kicking yourself fine. for giving one fine. away. Fine. 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 Houston's a terrible matchup for the Nuggets. It is. Because they play the Nuggets brand of basketball, and they're better at it than the Nuggets. Well, they play a brand that the Nuggets just have no answers to. Right. I mean, the Nuggets are are, are good when they go up against a team that doesn't want to run up and down the floor, and they can get them to play their game. Houston wants to do that. Houston wants it to be in the 130s, and they're better at it than Denver. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not going out on a limb. They are. They may be the best team in the Western Conference. This is going to show me a lot, because... San Antonio plays two teams in the next two nights. They're at Utah tonight, okay, according to the, the schedule maker. San Antonio at Utah. How are they at Utah? Yeah, Utah's got a back-to-back. Interesting, because Utah played in Portland last night at 1. So they're in Utah tonight. They're at Denver tomorrow night. Okay. Okay? Let's see how the Spurs do at both venues. Boy, that, that's, a, that's a tough back-to-back. Two games at altitude. Yeah. Yeah. That's Utah, a rough one. Utah's the hottest team in the NBA. Let's see what San Antonio does in both venues. Why, how is Utah the hottest team in the NBA? They've won nine straight. No, I'm not saying, I'm not arguing the fact. I'm just saying, how? What have they done? Rudy Gobert's healthy again. How does Utah always figure out a way to be competitive? Donovan look Mitchell at scoring like, 27. What the hell are these guys? I don't know. I don't know. It's a system team. It's a system team. I used to think it was Jerry Sloan, I but don't it, know. it doesn't seem to be. I, I don't know. I don't have those answers. All I know Quinn's, is that they're, they're 28 and 28. They're back to 500 and they've won nine in a row. Isn't Quinn Snyder their coach? Yes. Because when the Clippers made their moves and Boogie Cousins got hurt, didn't we all say, well, there's only eight teams now, the Nuggets are in. We keep saying that. That's but what I'm Utah's, Utah's making a push. The way Utah's playing right now, they're going to make the playoffs. Objects in the rearview mirror are closer than they appear, and that yes. object is the Utah So, Cavs. again, just watch how this works out. San Antonio at Utah tonight. San Antonio in Denver tomorrow night. I don't want to hear the ma- – Denver's got a huge advantage there. They got yeah. the Spurs on the second game of a back-to-back. And the Nuggets haven't played since Saturday night. And Popovich likes to sit his stars. 
I would not be surprised one bit if tomorrow night he's sitting a couple of his vets. If the Nuggets could get a big schedule break if he decides to sit Lamarcus Aldridge. Let's say the Nuggets don't have a hot finish and don't get all the way up to the four seed. I oh, think I'm we, told. I'm told on the text line. Thank you, texters. Aldridge is actually out for tonight's game. He's not playing tonight right. in Utah. So let, let's assume the Nuggets don't claw all the way to the four seed. I think it's actually possible and doable, but given their schedule and how March is just a gauntlet, I, I think that's unlikely. So that means they're going to be five, six, seven, or eight if they get in. That means they're going to play one of these four teams. You tell me if you like their chances. Mm-hmm. Golden State. I don't like their chances, but I love that series. Okay, fine. Would you do you like the series? Houston. I don't like that. Me. Either. I don't. It, it makes me. I don't like it. Makes me vomit. San Antonio. I don't like it. Me I just either. don't like a matchup against San Antonio ever. Minnesota. I like it. So yeah. So that right now you'd want them to finish five or five or seven. Five or eight. Five or eight. You're yes. right. Five or eight. So it depends on who wins. Who's the best team yeah. in the West? Is it Houston or Golden State? Because I'm with you. I think Golden State, I'm not going to be HW and predict that they win no. it. I'm not going to say gonna they go to series. seven. They're not going to win the series, but it's going to be exciting. It's going to be entertaining. It's going to bring value to both teams. They could get swept in that series and, and it'd still be, be a lot of fun. Exactly. There's I nothing fun about playing San Antonio nothing, in the playoffs. Nothing. Ever. Nothing. Nothing. Because we would look back, even if they got swept by Golden State, and say, you know, there were three of those games they could have won. Yeah. And we'd look back at a San Antonio game and go, God. Or San Antonio series, I I just I don't know I don't know how you get over on that team. So it'd be Port- frustrating. Portland is only a half game up on the Nuggets, and Portland is starting to show cracks. Now they've got two guys who can score in bunches whenever they want to. McCollum had a fifty pointer already. Um, Damian Lillard had a fifty point job the other night. But last night, if anybody watched that game, if anybody has more information, what happened to Nurkic? He left the game early and didn't play again. Did he get hurt or did he pull a Nurk? Did he not like the substitution yeah. patterns? Yeah, I'm just curious what happened to Nurkic last night because he barely played. Did he go into the locker room or did he go home? Are they going full Nurk up there? I mean, let me look at his line. Nurkic's final numbers, 0 for 4, 0 points. Barely played. Did not return. What happened? Odd, to say the least. What happened up there? Because Portland's one of those teams I believe the Nuggets can overcome. They already have the advantage in the series. They've beaten them twice. Let's see, what is the series? Two one Nuggets. They play one more time down the stretch. I believe the second, the fourth game is here. Yes, I think they've it already is. played twice in yes, Portland. That is key. Winning that series. Oklahoma City, meanwhile, only a game and a half ahead of the Nuggets. They're catchable, without a doubt. Thirty-two and twenty-five. Getting to the five seed is not that not that difficult. I mean, they're what three and a half behind Minnesota. I mean, normally you would look at the standings and go, you're only three and a half games back? That can change a lot in a couple nights. All right. Second hour of the show coming up, we'll hear from the voice of the Denver Nuggets, Chris Marlowe, a little bit later. Um, your thoughts on what you're watching at the Olympic Games. And there's, <laughs> i got to read this, something on the ESPN headlines. You know how you get to the ESPN website and you read the headlines, the big mm-hmm. sports? You know how they, when they change their website, it freaked me out. I don't like the changes they've made. I don't like the way they lay it out. Mm-hmm. And that's each his own. One of the big headlines, as it's been uh, shown to me, is something that you, um, well, let's say it's not really sports, but they have it up there with everything else. We'll get into it next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Out. 
92.9.50, Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up tomorrow, the Nuggets take on the Spurs at Pepsi Center. Tip-off is at 8.30 with the pregame show getting away at 8.05. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KSE Parker, Denver, home of the Avalanche, home of the Nuggets, Denver's All Sports Station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. But even after made baskets, we were scoring on one end, made basket, outlet, throw ahead, lay up on the other end. And those are the things that drive me crazy. If they're going to score on us, make them work for it. And uh, we have to hold ourselves to a much higher standard on that end if we want to be a team that's going to be taken seriously. See, it ain't me. When I poo-poo the Nuggets beating the Suns, and I'm like, uh, it ain't me. It's the head coach. Again, I interviewed the head coach right after the game, and I I sensed it from the get-go. He wasn't happy, and he shouldn't have been happy because that was a very undermanned Phoenix team. They had nobody. They were without Tyson Chandler. They were without Devin Booker, without Tyler Eulis. They had nobody. And when you have nobody, you got to win by – you got to have that game over with before the final moments of the fourth quarter. I, I get it. I'm with you. It was also the second game of a back-to-back. Um, you put up 123 points. You didn't play any defense. That's the point. I know, but they didn't need to play any defense. But now you you keep wondering. You keep saying, how is how is Utah back in the mix? How is Utah one nine straight? Systematically, they got a defense that keeps them every in every game. That's why. That's how they don't have to go off and hit 18 threes to win a game. Utah wins games and gets into the playoffs kind of by being the New England Patriots of the NBA, right? Like, and, and they don't that's, have the... That's a bit much. Well, hang on. They don't have the ultimate success that the Patriots do. But you look at the Patriots roster, it's always Tom Brady, Gronk, yeah. and a bunch of guys. Sure. It's just a bunch of guys, especially yeah. their skill position players. But they all buy into the to the system and do their job, and they're versatile and can do a lot of different things. Yeah. There's nobody really on... The the Jazz roster that makes you go, man. He's I mean he's going to be a great player. Utah doesn't even have a natural point guard. I mean they got they got the kid Mitchell running point half the time. They don't they do it weirdly, but they have guys who are willing to do the dirty work and it, they it do just it unconventionally. It just shows though in the NBA the way the schedule is, the way teams you know maybe have a little too much fun on the road, especially when they got to stop in Utah at the end of a West Coast swing. That if you just show up and play hard every night, mm-hmm. you can win a lot of basketball games. That's why some of the losses the Nuggets have had have been so upsetting. It, it, losing to Phoenix on their home court, if you show up and play hard that night, you run Phoenix out of the gym. Philly on their home court, same thing. That's how Utah's won nine straight. Now, the, I, I haven't gone back and looked, but I'll bet their schedule set up pretty well where they had a bunch of teams coming in there that no, were that's beatable. The thing. No. Who have they been beating? They won at Golden State. Oh, oh, no, I'm sorry, at home against Golden State. That's a good they win. They won at San Antonio. That's a really good. They win. won at Detroit. Yeah, they've beaten team. They won at Portland. Portland, the wheels are coming off. But no, that's, that's an impressive they, run. That's they, an impressive run. They've beaten teams they weren't supposed to beat. Okay, now we're now you got me worried. Yeah, again, that's that's what I do. I worry. I was trying to be the guy that was like, don't worry, look out the front window, not not out the rearview no. mirror. Now you got me worried. Yeah. They're legit, dude. I'm telling you, they're not going anywhere. It would be Thank very the Nuggets don't have to play them again. Very upsetting at the end of the year if the Nuggets were out in Utah. You think the Utah freaking Jazz? You were think in. that would be upsetting? Uh, from the text line three zero nine three three. That's our number three zero nine three three. I've watched a couple Jazz games. Ricky Rubio has been a great addition for them. Yeah, and then last night Rubio barely plays, doesn't score. 
It's funny. Rubio single-handedly beat the Spurs for Utah a few days ago. Last week, I believe it was. I think he had 35 in that game. And then he doesn't play, and then it's somebody else. That's the thing. They they mix and match. They find guys to win games for that them. That sounds like the Patriots. Jonathan Gray scores four touchdowns against the Colts, gets cut the next week. That's what it sounds like. San Antonio, according to this texter, is only four ahead in the loss column. If you squint, the three seed is not out of reach. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, again, there's a lot lot to worry about. The, the month of March, that's what I worry about. How many home games did you say they play in March? Three. Well, you want to know how many road games? They play three here. Let me let me let me add it up for you. Here's the month of March for the Nuggets, and you tell me if Paul Millsap needs to be back by March. Okay, right. here's the month of March. I'll lay it out for you. At Memphis, you count them up. You count up the road games because okay. I can't count and do okay. this at the same time. Okay. Okay. At Memphis. Okay. At Cleveland. Okay. At Dallas. Okay. Home against Cleveland. Okay. Home against L.A. Lakers. Win. Home against Sac. At L.A. Home against Detroit. And then the final two weeks of March, here you go. Seven-game road game. At Memphis, at Miami, at Chicago, at Washington, at Philly, at Toronto, at OKC. Four home games, 11 road games. This is a team that's won one road game in 2018? One road game in 38 days. Um, there's There's cause for concern. I will ad- I will admit. Here's the and the problem is once you get to April 1st, the season's almost over. By April 1st, that's what I'm saying. You have to survive the month of March in playoff position. Without a doubt. You know what I mean? You have to you can't be 3 games back by the time you get to April. No. You cannot. You and they cannot. Need, they need to they start off the month of March four at home, four on the road. And we were counting through there before you hit that 7 game road trip. I'm like, "Oh, this ain't so bad." You have to be in good position going into that seven-game road trip. If they go into that seven-game road trip where we're saying, man, they got to win five, they're in a world of hurt. If they go into that trip and we say, look, three and four would be fine. Anything better than that is gravy. They're in a good spot. Listen, I am not one to speculate on injury or push a person through injury. I'm just telling you the facts. The facts are they got to have Paul Millsap before that – that month of March. Well, they've they've got to have him. The All-Star break is almost upon us, and we've been hearing sometime after the All-Star break. So hopefully it's really close after the All-Star break. They need that steadying influence down low because I think there are times now, especially now with Plumley out, they just their, their bigs, their bigs aren't playing the way they should be playing at times. They're exposed at times. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. They need they do need that that veteran presence. What's the headline on ESPN that you were so upset yeah, about? Sorry. My cousin actually alluded to this. and So ESPN's headlines usually big big sports stories. Mm-hmm. 49ers, Reuben Foster out on bail after another arrest. Alleged domestic violence. Now you know why a lot of teams stayed away from Reuben Foster. Mm-hmm. Okay. Makes the Garrett Bowles pick look better. Johnny Manziel says he's bipolar, trying for a comeback. And sober. Um, Clarkson, the, the newest member of the Cavs says that uh, LBJ told them that's the way to hoop. You saw what the Cavs did to Boston yesterday. Mm-hmm. Jordan Clarkson, a new addition to that Cavalier bunch, and they're, they're playing differently. There's another one there about the U.S.'s uh, Nagasu, that lady who uh, was a former ice girl, landing the triple axle to make history at the Olympics. Then, also on the headline, here we go, top German shepherd out at Westminster. One of the favorites to win the Westminster Kennel Dog Show did not show up in the ring when the German Shepherd Breeds competition started at 8.30 Monday. 
Fanucci, a five-year-old German shepherd out of Farmingville, New York, had a hematoma on his left ear that caused it to flop. So did not fare in the show. Oh. You kidding me, right? Are you owing this? I mean, it's sad yeah. that he had a hematoma in his hematoma. ear. It's just a sore ear. He's going to be co- fine. It caused it to flop. I mean, <laughs> come on, man. Don't do not do this to me. Do come I on. think don't, it don't, should don't be play a... All, uh, don't, don't do this. Should I? Do I think it should be an ESPN headline on the front page? It's a, it's a headline. It's like one no, of the headlines. It shouldn't be. I mean, is that really that big a deal? I mean, I know it's on, and I know people, it's kind of that, that's like what I'm funny saying. to watch. Yeah, I mean, are people that into it? Like, for Let's Talk Sports this week, the new show on Altitude TV, mm-hmm. we're going to do our own mock Westminster dog show. That'll be fun. We're going to go to a dog park today. That will be fun. And do our own dog show. The point is, are people that into it? Now, if you make that leap and consider this a sport, I will slap you in the face. This is not a sport. Now, what about horse racing? There are people involved. Oh, there are the people involved here. It's showing the dog. Well, there's gambling involved too. Well, maybe you can gamble on this. That's why this was a story. Yeah. But anyhow, uh, I no. There's gambling involved. I'd this say is not story. a sport. It's it's you're judging animals. It's a. It's an animal. For and two, it's judging. Don't even. And is there any clear criteria? Like there's like clear. When you're watching it. Do you know? Yeah, that no. was better. I mean, come on. No. And there's clear criteria at the Kentucky Derby. You Who win the race. Crosses the finish yeah. line first. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty simple. Yeah. I don't know about German Shepherd's ears flopping and whether that impacts a dog show. Apparently it does. God, that bothers me when we jump on this train. All right. Oh, it's Westminster dog show season. Same with the spelling bee and everybody. Yeah. Spelling bee season. It's all right. Yeah. It's not a sport. ESPN can make anything a sport that they want to. Tell you what, we're going to turn into a sport. Hair. It's our Power 5 question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. We just washed the hair. You know, I work on my hair a long time, and you, and you hit it. He hits my hair. That's John Travolta back in the day. What's that from? Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Fever. Fever. Yeah, okay. Fever. All right. I got the fever. So now this was in uh, reference to a tweet you had about your hair. What was the tweet about your hair? I have no hair? idea because HW wrote this on the rundown. Yeah. No, no idea what tweet he's talking about. In honor of Vic's tweet. What hair? Oh, probably the hair I saw over the weekend in Phoenix. Homeboy who plays for the Suns. Yeah. They just acquired that guy from or- Orlando, okay. Alfred Payton, who's got that hair that comes over his head. And I said, that hair is amazing. Okay. It's amazing he's able to do that. That little floppy hair. The front porch is what I call it. So we're looking for the best hair of all time. The best hair in sports. sports. So you can go really good hair, actual good hair. Or ridiculous or hair. How I'm kind of thinking is I'm going a little Jack Sigma. Mm-hmm. The perm. Oh, the, the blonde perm. Maybe a little Dwayne Chintius. Brad Davis. Do you remember Brad, Brad Davis, Davis back parted in the down day? the middle? Yeah. Um, how about a little Michael Cage? That was a jury curl. Dude, was, he that had was, liquid falling off that head. That was a good one. So that's what we want. The best hair of all time in sports. What's our winner get? Are we giving away tickets? I have no idea. Let's say yes, and when HW comes Put back, on him. he'll have to fulfill it. Yes, tickets will be had today. We don't know to what. There's got to be a game of some sort coming up yeah. at home, and, and Will will make sure you get tickets. Imagine how much Aquanet was used for Tara Lipinski and Johnny Weir at the Olympic Games. Did Johnny Weir. Johnny's head? Yeah. Now, speaking of the Kentucky Derby, he's there every year for the Kentucky Derby. 
doing like the hats and and he's on the pre again. Race I would, show. I'm not much of a Kentucky Derby guy. I would watch it if those You're two were a, in the booth. I'm going to the Derby. Are you really? I'm not. I'm not into. You it. wouldn't want to go one time? I go to it. Yeah, of course. To experience I would think it. Get all decked out in your seersucker no, suit. I, no, I like that part of it. The social part of it's great. But you wouldn't like betting on the ponies again. That part of it's fine. But don't get you know, social. You dress up. You drink and you bet on horses. What do you not like? Again, once in a while, sure. I'm not going to do it every week. I'm not going to walk around with half a newspaper every week, circling I'm, things with a pencil in my ear. I'm not going to around my entire house Thursday betting on the fourth race. You're that guy. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Friends at American Financing. A lot of you right now are asking the same question. Is now the right time to refinance? For some homeowners, it could be a good time to refinance, but the time is definitely running out due to the increase in rates. If you can shave at least one percentage point from your current mortgage rate, then refinancing could make sense for you. How do you do it? You call them at 303-695-7000 or you check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. Again, that's American Financing, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. Find them at 303-695-7000. Or AmericaFinancing.net. Find out if now is the right time to refinance. NMLS 182334. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. Are the Denver Broncos going to try and offer Kirk Cousins a deal better than what Jimmy Garoppolo got? In? And I was just reading the Garoppolo deal. You know, he's getting close to $90 million in guaranteed money. Close to 90, not 74, close to 90 million bucks of the 137.5 is guaranteed dough. And so are the Broncos ready to pony that up for a guy that may not pick them anyway? Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. c3adjusters.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We do only injury cases, have for years. In fact, for over 25 years. An accident is just another ordinary event for the insurance company, but it's anything but ordinary for you. Don't get hurt twice in the same accident. Once in the accident and again on the insurance claim. The insurance company has its own lawyers, its own doctors. Who do you have? Champions of the people. Bell & Pollock. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's right, championsofthepeople.com. For a reason, we'll help you. 
Larry H. Miller Ram Truck Center 104th is Colorado's first choice. With over 1,000 new vehicles to choose from on 17 acres, we guarantee the best prices in the state. That's right, best prices in the state that can't be beat. Being the number one volume dealer has its perks, and we're passing them on to you. Come on in and see for yourself why we're Colorado's first choice. Conveniently located off I-25 and 104th, Larry H. Miller Ram Truck Center or RamDenver.com. RamDenver.com. Driven by you. Find the answers to all your Colorado state tax questions at colorado.gov slash tax. Visit colorado.gov slash tax. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Revenue, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Extra delay on northbound I-25 from about Ridgegate Parkway up through to Arapahoe Road where there is an accident clearing. Traffic is brought to you by the UPS store. Eastbound I-70 running slow, 270 Peoria. Again, it's an accident there. Activity off to the shoulder causing curiosity delay. At the UPS store, their mailbox is more than just a box. They accept packages from all shipping carriers and notify you of their arrival, give a real street address, and provide 24-hour access. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Programming note, Altitude 950 wants to send you and a guest to sit courtside with Nate Kreckman and Ryan Harris. When the Nuggets take on the Clippers February 27th, we want you to see the game in style via the Ultimate Nuggets VIP experience all week. Listen for Kaz's call of Gary Harris's game-winning bucket against the Thunder. When you hear it, be the third caller, 303-753-0950, and you're in the running to win a pair of those courtyard, courtside ducats, Club Lexus Access, VIP experience when the Nuggets take on the Clips. You saw me and Kyle Keefe sitting courtside for that OKC game. You can do it yourself. It is so much fun. It is so much fun. Now, previously, we had Jason and his wife from, I think they were from Erie, uh, sit with HW and I. Eaton. And Eaton. That's what it was. And they were, uh, they were a, a joy. We had a really, really good time. So I'm hoping Ryan and Nate get as cool of winners as we got because they were a lot of fun. They made it fun. I mean, obviously, HW and I didn't. Again, when you hear Kaz's call of the Gary Harris winner, Against OKC, that's when you call the hotline. Third caller is in the running. Uh, from the text line, 30933, this one says, I hate it when Vic and James go full old person and rattle off names of athletes who have zero idea who they are. It's not my problem. That's your problem. Wait it a sounds minute. like a you problem. Wait a minute. So you mean some... Jack Sigma, Brad Davis, they have no idea who they are. You know, when I used to listen to Irvin Joe as a kid, mm-hmm. and they would talk about baseball in the 50s and 60s, whatever. Right. You know, Joe would go on these college football rants of old guys. I would sit there rather than say, why are you talking about those guys? I would actually look them up. Yeah. That's what I would do. And try and learn something. Yeah, that's what, what I would do is take a cue from somebody who knows the game and lived the game in that era and look up those names. That's what I would do. When Joe Williams would go off on a tangent about Tommy Nobus. Exactly. I didn't say. The great Texas linebacker. Well, who is Tommy Nobus? I would look you it up look and him go, up. oh, he went number one overall by the Falcons? Darn right. Must have been a hell of a player. So when we when we reference Jack Sigma, trust me, it's worth your time looking at his hair. Yes. And but, Brad Davis. And Michael Cage. It's not my problem. That's not a me problem. That's a you problem. Was there ever a player that had less offensive game but was a pretty darn good player, more so than Michael Cage? God, that guy could, he rebound. could rebound. Yeah. I mean, he'd go out and get 25 boards. Yeah. 
And that guy couldn't shoot a lick. He's a boarder. I know, but there's what was Dennis Rodman, a professional boarder. But Dennis Rodman could also play defense. Michael Cage did one thing. Is there anybody in the NBA right now that is like Michael Cage? That that's all they can do is rebound. Um, who's that cat for Detroit that boards like 18 a game? Leads the uh, not Greg Monroe. Who's the guy that plays for the Pistons right now? Just look up a Pistons box score and you'll see his name. He's and can't shoot a lick. I mean, there are guys who can't make free throws. No, he's a bad shooter. He can only dunk and and rebound, which is annoying to me. You you know, like here's a great example: Clint Capella. And you go to Houston. Oh my God, Clint Capella. He should be an All Star. He gets twenty five and twenty. Clint Capella would be a nobody without James Harden and CP three. Sure. Do you understand this? Do you understand that when he scores, it's a dunk, it's an alley oop dunk. If you give him an opportunity to make a move down low without those other guys helping him. He will not make the shot. He's really not that good. He's a jumper. That's what he is. He is what DeAndre Jordan is with the Clippers. Sure. CP3 made DeAndre Jordan. Made him. When you have other people on the floor getting all the attention, you're allowed to shine. Just jump. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that hard. Just jump. So the people, ball will be there. People didn't like me coming up with Dwayne Shintius as an all-time great hairdo that's or a, that's great hair how about jeff hostetler when you put the yeah. mustache with it here are some on the text line coming Who'd i up. miss here's some right here um oh now this guy's back saying proving my point and giving me a lecture hashtag fool old person well there's a reason you're listening to the show you're trying to trying to learn something from your elders go listen to a show of somebody younger than you then i'm not forcing you to listen to this little perspective doesn't hurt you texter listen Learn. What about Tim Tebow's fryer tuck cut? That's from Danny. See, I hate it. I don't like it. I don't like the. I don't like hazing. Yarmer Yager's mullet that's back a, in the day was glorious. That's a dandy. Uh, this is a very good point made by this texter. Very, very valid point because it wouldn't be the case today. MJ because he made bald cool. He Think was really that. the first to kind of go yeah, that direction. Before MJ, nobody did that. Well, I gr- mean. You know, and who was the first white guy to go bald? Because now, now the white guy bald look is pretty cool. Right, right, right. I don't who, know. That's who a good was question. The first, because MJ did it in the nineties. Who was the first all bald white guy to pull it off? Now, because MJ went all total cue ball. Because see, there was bald. Do you remember Granville Waiters? Oh God, yeah. He was bald on top, but yeah. he had that. He had the, he had the fryer tuck thing going. Yeah. Um. All bald white guy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, Jordan did make bald cool, which that's that's a pretty big leap. I had a nice conversation with uh, R.J. Richard Jefferson mm-hmm. about when he decided to take it all off, and he did it about eight years ago. Got into the league and said, "Okay, it's time." It's just interesting because you look at Richard Jefferson now, and you never even consider hair. I, I remember him when he had hair. Yeah. Troy Polamalu, according to Jay. It's uh, it's iconic. Yep, that's a good one. Here's a good one, too. 8406, Dylan Day. Dylan freaking Day. That hair is beautiful. Well, and along the same lines, and how about Clay Matthews? I mean, it drives me crazy the way he takes sure. off his helmet and flips yeah. his hair back, yeah. but it's it's pretty glorious. Tony in Westminster, you have to go with Mark Davis's hair. Can't even watch a Raiders game in the show without asking, how is this guy possibly an NFL owner? And how does this guy possibly walk out of the house and go, yep, this is my look? Remember when we had... What I'm doing. Who's the former Raider exec that was on our show? It was Amy Trask. She came on our show and she said that Mark Davis flies his private jet from San Francisco, Oakland to L.A. 
to go to his private hair salon down there, his favorite hair salon. He actually has a salon that does that. It's not super cuts. No, it looks like you could do that yourself <laughs> and be better. He flies to L.A. for that. Wow. That's pretty remarkable. Uh, Cotton Pepperfield from Dodgeball. Okay. I, I like the reference. Kind of going off, uh, off 0588 says, you know, one thing you notice, Tom Brady never has helmet hair. It's crazy. That is interesting. Ever. I mean, Peyton used to always have the big red mark in the yeah. middle of the forehead. Like the helmet just doesn't fit. Yeah, it's just too tight, which I can appreciate. Um, but, yeah, Tom's hair never moves. Never moves. Did you ever play football? Yeah. How'd you get a helmet? Well, I mean, it was I was a kid, so, like, I had a big head for a kid, but yeah. it could still buy an adult helmet that You'd would fit. You'd have to be that guy. Like, if you played helmet today, you always have those high school players who they can never find the right size. And they have to go beg NFL teams yeah. for a helmet. I'd be getting a helmet from the Broncos, without a doubt. Well, that, nowadays you could probably order one, but back then, yeah, it was like, oh, where are we going to find an eight for Levi? He's yeah. got a big head. True, true story. Uh, Ricky Rubio from uh, 1341. I've seen that up close and personal, and in my opinion, Ru Ricky Rubio has the best hair in the NBA. I'm shocked you didn't come up with that because the game HW and I sat courtside with Jason and his wife mm -hmm. was against Utah. And you wouldn't stop talking about Ricky Rubio's hair. Mm -hmm. It was just on and on and on about Ricky mm -hmm. Rubio's hair. Uh, five eight five four says, "Hey, love the jack wagons to throw out quote old guy like it's some insult. If that's the best they can trot out there as an insult, then it's time to log off." I don't understand. So we're educating you, and you find that insulting, right? So if I I, I, I don't get it. I mean, if somebody came on this show and said, "Hey, Vic." Back in the 50s, there were two guys who had this hair. I wouldn't react like, quit being an old guy. I'd be like, oh, thanks for educating us. I would That's Google great. it and go, whoa. Yeah. Thanks for about, the perspective. How about that? Look yeah. at this guy. Show some respect. Man. We've turned into that guy, though, where we're saying show some respect to your yeah, elders. I know. When we don't have HW here to keep us in check, it does get a little off the rails with the old guy stuff. I don't care. I have no problem. You you seem to be guilty about it. I have no guilt no, whatsoever. I think I'm just not liking being labeled as an old guy. Yeah. Well, that's what we are. I walked up to, uh, I was in Boulder yesterday with my son, mm -hmm. and uh, we we're walking down Pearl Street, and you never know what you see at Pearl Street, right? It's always an adventure. So, you know, again, perspective. He says, yeah, this is crazy. This mall, we walk up here, you get crazy people here. I go, dude, this ain't crazy. This ain't cra Pearl Street was crazy in 1988 on Halloween. That's crazy. If yeah. you were around in 88 on Halloween, that's when they shut down Pearl Street. The mall crawl when it was all the people on acid? They would just run up to you and punch you? And, and throw that's all I'm saying. Stuff through the just a little perspective. Plate that's glass all. windows? That was crazy. I'm not trying to preach, just offering perspective. So what is the rule then? We can't mention anybody that played before 2000? Apparently not. I mean, that's the, that's the rule of thumb? Apparently not. We're going to spec the, I'll tell you what, we'll spend the next hour discussing the virtues of Tyson Jost and Jamal Murray. I can't talk about Gerald Wilhite's hair. Andre Agassi. There Not only go. did he have great hair, the dude wore extensions to accentuate the hair. Wasn't part of the deal like he wore the headband to make sure it didn't exactly fall out? Exactly right. Got to read his biography, dude. It's really good. Really good. Okay. Uh, you, you know what? You've steered me in good directions on books. I will, I'll go with I'm it. serious. Read it. Do you it's have it? So Can good. I borrow it? So yes, I, don't have to buy I do. It? Yeah. Because I, I actually read the books you bring in. See, Mike Gundy's listed here. Mike Gundy's hair looks foolish. He looks weird. Well, and he's taking it like it's become it part stupid. of his brand. It just looks weird. Uh, the first bald white guy, 
possibly Brian Bosworth? No, no, not Bosworth. He wasn't bald. Bosworth did have great hair, though. Yeah, but he wasn't bald. He had great 80s hair. Mark Messier, says Carlos. Yes. Okay. There you go. Yes. On that 94 team, right? Yes. In uh, New York. He let it go. Bald. He let it go. We want to know the forebearer of white baldness. It was Michael Jordan to start it all. But who was the first white guy? Jake Schroeder. Yes, he went full. About that same time. Yeah. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Hard hitting on this Monday, as you can tell. <laughs> Troy Hansford can sell your house. An agent that specializes in high-end homes and knows the neighborhood. He's from here. He knows here. Troy will sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing homes. And the key is marketing. It always is. So give him a call today. 720-600-6244. No obligation. No high pressure. No risk. 720-600-6244. Boss of Fitness is now open in Denver, Centennial, and Aurora. Know what that means? You can be fit and be happy for as little as $9.99 a month. High energy classes, indoor pool, group cycling, turf training, basketball, super convenient kid care, right? And Vasa Fitness coaches are beyond amazing. Work out where fitness is fun. Join Vasa Fitness with month-to-month memberships as low as $9.99 a month. Stop by one of our gyms or visit VasaFitness.com to join today. J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish, whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans. As general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish, on time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. The Pepsi Center is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. You may not be prepared for us. But all are welcome to join the Loud House. Don't miss it. Tickets are on sale now. Check it out at coloradomammoth.com. Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Rael de Minas. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Rael de Minas will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food. It's Rael de Minas with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at Rael de Minas Restaurant. 
the Altitude 950 traffic update. Looks like we have an issue on C470 now. Traffic is brought to you by the Ad Council. Stalled semi on the shoulder northwestbound C470 at I-70. Northbound I-25 still slow from an earlier crash at Arapahoe Road. It's slowing from Ridgegate Parkway on through. Southbound typical volume slowing Broadway to Hamden. 85 million adults in America have high blood pressure. Get back on your treatment plan. Visit LowerYourHBP.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its high blood pressure awareness partners. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Into the circle, finding it now for Landeskog. Landeskog, far side for Ranton, and up top for Barry, one-timer, block, down low shot, score! Tyson Jost, he cleans it up right between the circles, and he rips it home for a power play goal. And the Abs get it done with the extra man, finally, to take a 4-2 lead. Highly necessary. That's what that was last night in Buffalo as the Abs beat the Sabres 5-4. They had a 5-2 lead in that game, and I turned it over to the Olympics, and I said, yeah, take some time to watch the Olympiad. Watch Johnny Ware and yep. Tara Lipinski. Tara Lipinski, man. Mm. Mm-mm. What? Not at all. Not at all. Nope. She's trying to hold on to the glory years, and it ain't working. Wow. I've lost all respect for you. There's, uh, I, There's been some... I've lost whatever respect I had, it's gone. There's been some work done that didn't go I well. I don't care. No, I don't care either. It didn't go well. That's what I'm saying. And then she's overly tan. I don't care. You can't be overly tan. <laughs> yes, you what can. What are you talking about? You don't think there were there were games in December where Mike Shanahan was overly tan? You can be overly tan. How about that mom who got in trouble for letting her kid tan all the yeah. time? And she was like, okay. she looked like a Fine. coach purse. What, what else about Tara Lipinski's appearance? Well, that was a lot. Oh, I'm, I'm might be looking at a different channel than I am. It's a no vote. Okay. Anyway, watching the Avs game, they're up 5-2. And then suddenly I turn back and it's 5-4. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Both the Nuggets and the Avs got similar wins last time out, right? Second game of back-to-back, ending road, short road trips against bad teams, and you just had to win. Uh, sometimes you have to grind them out. You're right. right. And you're upset the Nuggets out. didn't win flashy enough, and now you're upset that the Avs let you know it why? go from 5-2 you know to 5-4. Again, and let me preface this by saying I'm too close to the situation. So when you hear me talking about the Nuggets, sometimes I'm overly critical. When I used to work in South Bend, Indiana, and I covered Notre Dame football, right? and I had a job offer in Austin, Texas, Good mentor of mine said, this is the best thing that will happen to you because what's happening is you're becoming too critical of your own team because you want them to win so badly. You start you start looking at places and things that don't make sense, and that's what happened to me. This is what's happening to the Nuggets. I'm overly critical. I'm living and dying by every game now. Do you think I'm guilty of that then when it comes to the Broncos? Yes. I think it. I think it's taking the blinders off of me. It's okay though, because fans are normally like this. That's what fans do. Hey, don't give me that fan who cheers all the time and is never critical. Because you're not a fan. You're a cheerleader. Okay. Fans are critical. Fans have a right to be mad. Agreed. Even after a win. So don't give me that fan that says a win's a win. No, it's not. Not if you. No. No. Not every win is the same. I'm not disagreeing with you that you can get, you can learn lessons out of wins. And, you know, unfortunately, teams tend to take the win and not bother to 
look critically at what happened that game. I, I get that. I'm just saying that it, given the fact that both games were the second game of a back-to-back, yeah. you're on the road, you escape with a win, would have been a really bad loss in either situation. The Avs had to go beat Buffalo because sure. they lost to Buffalo on their home ice at even that yes. out. Just take the win, get on the I bird, and get out of Dodge. I got it. That's what you do. I got it. At the same rate, they got to get McKinnon back in that lineup because they're not the same team. Nope. Without him. No disagreement they, there. They got. I mean, he almost normally. It's funny how the presence of one player in a team sport changes the dynamics of the entire team, and he's that player. You know what? You know what it's proven to me that HW actually wasn't far off. Remember months ago when he actually mm-hmm. ballyhooed. Nathan McKinnon as an MVP candidate. He was actually pretty spot on. And we sat there and laughed at him. Yeah. It's in his absence where you could tell he's got those tendencies. In his absence, there's chaos. Well, and he was great all season long, and especially during that 10-game winning streak. And then as soon as he's been out, you look around and go, okay, yeah. this team is... Well, uh, let's go. <laughs> this team needs some help. Well, let's go. So that he can't get back soon enough. Hey, real quick, let's get back into this Luke Richardson story. Yes, because it's an interesting story that I don't think we're delving into nearly enough. So Luke Richardson, the Broncos strength and conditioning coach, he replaced By the way, it's not Richardson, it's Richardson. That's what I'm saying. I know, but I've heard a couple people pronounce it Richardson. It's Richardson. I know. I'll say it. You know if H.W. were here, he'd call it Richardson. I didn't butcher it. I got it right. Luke Richardson. All right, so... And now people are, I'm reading this article on 9 News and they're talking about, oh, you know, he came in and helped with soft tissue issues. Great. In 2018, you're saying that. I was saying it in 2010, but whatever. Okay. So he was a, he was an important hire. He left and his quote was, the Texans gave me an opportunity I couldn't pass up. He had a year left on his contract. Well, yeah, that's, you just over, just sort of glossed over that last thing. He had a year left on his contract. Correct. He was not a free agent. Correct. So that begs the question, well, what was the opportunity? Here's how it's explained by Mike Kliss on 9news.com. With the Texans, Richeson will not only run the strength and conditioning program, but he will also oversee player nutrition and be involved in physical rehab. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Was he Team Cook? Right. Like, he couldn't be in, could he, not be involved in those two things yeah, here? That, that's, no. No. I mean, you don't think Luke nope. Richeson, the strength don't and conditioning coach, had had any input on the nutrition course, and the food down at Dove Valley? Did. Of course he did. No, come on. That just... That smacks people in the face of just, there's something this more to the This is disingenuous. Yeah, exactly. You can make up any title then. You don't think he was involved in physical rehab? The strength and conditioning coach didn't help guys recover from injuries? <laughs> isn't that the job? I mean, isn't that on. the job? So this is just a classic example of how one sentence in this article just is total balderdash. Mm-hmm. And people just gloss over it and go, oh, well, yeah, you did get better opportunity down there. No, he no, didn't. No, there's something more. There's something to the story that we're not being told. I reached out to several players and I asked them point blank, "What's up with Richardson leaving?" And they're not happy about it. They like him. Oh, they like him a lot. He was popular with the players. Yeah. For sure. So something went sideways, and, and and I don't know if it's money. If it's money again, we got some issues. If it's money again, are you going to start thinking I may be on to something? You're right. I mean, because how many it times? was money with Wade Phillips. No doubt. It was money. Exactly. And it continues to be money. Why is Vance Joseph back as their head coach? Money. Primarily. Now, I do think John is being somewhat self-aware when he says, look, I didn't give him the best chance to win. I didn't set him up for success. Yeah, so at least he didn't scapegoat the head coach. Right. Which is, which is, which is actually very big of John to admit that. And to say, I want to give him his staff and a better crop of players and see if he can have some success. That's fair. But primarily he's back because they didn't want to pay him. 
Here's the line, though, you missed. And I want to read this. Because to me, you know, nice guys finish last uh-huh. in sports. I, if, I, I think I know I'm what you're going to say. I was going to point it out. Yeah, this is from the, uh, the article on Luke Richardson leaving to take a Houston job. Quote, Elway, the Broncos general manager, showed class in allowing Richardson, who had one year left on his contract, to take the new position with the Texans, especially after Houston blocked Wes Welker from interviewing for the Broncos receivers coach position that was later filled by Zach Azani. Okay, so let me get this straight. Let me, let me, let's go back in the timeline here. The Houston Texans will not allow Wes Welker to even interview with the Broncos. They said no. And yet the Broncos, after that fact, not only allow Richardson to interview, they allow him to take the job with his contract still intact. Correct. What the hell? And Wes Welker was essentially like an assistant receiver coach down there. He was an offensive assistant is how they termed it. Like a quality control yes. guy. Low man on the totem pole. He was actually going to be a position coach here. That's like how the business works as you advance up to that position. He, I mean, he was... a. It, Luke Richardson is the head strength and conditioning coach. And I, I love, I just love this throwaway two words by Cliss. Showed class. Really? That, you don't have to put that in there. That, that that's such a kiss butt way to say that's it. That's a spin, that's a spin term. Exactly. So you're implying that the Texans were classless by not letting mm-hmm. Wes Welker mm-hmm. come here, but Elway showed class. There's so much no, more to this didn't. story. There's so much more to this story. He was fine with him the, leaving. The, there is more to this story. You know what this reeks of? It was back. Do you remember when the Broncos cut Kyle Orton? I know. I knew exactly where you were going with and this. And the story was they cut Kyle Orton yeah. to show there was class. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? I'm sick of class because the Broncos allowed Kyle Orton to go to Kansas City and then come back and beat them on their home turf. And yet the Chiefs, according to their owner, would never allow a trade within the division. Remember? Right. Because Alex Smith, when he was available, according to Clark Hunt, the owner of the team, they never even considered the Broncos. They would never allow a division rival to take on a quarterback. So wait. Does it only cut one way here? Well, then it's then we're going to praise Elway because he's so cutthroat and such a hard negotiator. Oh, but then he showed class. By cutting Kyle Orton on Thanksgiving week, he showed class. No, he didn't. He saved a million dollars, and it came back and bit him in the butt because Kyle Orton came in here and beat you 7-3 to three luckily, in the season finale. Luckily, they, it didn't cost them the playoffs. Yeah, spot. but that move had nothing to do with class. That had nothing to do with we want to... Make sure Kyle Orton can land on his feet. It had nothing to do with that. You don't want you don't want your quarterback, your your backup quarterback, to go help another team. You want that other team, mm-hmm. if they lose their quarterback, to flounder, to be helpless. They got rid of him to save money. There, there is more to this story, I guarantee you, because it doesn't add up. And the line, in terms of what he's going so, so to get to down there, and the line showed class reeks okay. of bunk. Do you believe? I'll ask you. There's one of two things that happened. Do you believe Luke Richardson, with this newfangled approach to strength, conditioning, and all that business, was he pushed by the Broncos, or was there something else? Was he pushed? Because if he's pushed, hey, they can do what they want. They they see a flaw in the way he teaches, a flaw in the way he gets players ready. Well, more power to him to try something else. Because if he's just taken without any fight, I got a problem with that. And, uh, you know, it, it, with the fact that he had a year left in his contract makes me try and figure out what's going on here because it can't just be about money. Wade Wade didn't have a year left. He was done. It was who wants to pay me the most. Yeah. 
if, if, if Houston offered Luke Richardson five times what he was making here, the Broncos could have said, Tough. No, exactly. Or they could have said, ah, you know what? We'll give you another title. We'll also, be, you're right. in charge of dry cleaning. Right. I mean, there's something up here, but I think the, the six years he was here, I thought the, the, the injuries associated with soft tissue things, which again, one of us pointed out in 2010, other people are now writing it in 2018. Um, I thought, I thought that area improved mm-hmm. greatly. So if they pushed him out, it, well, it begs the question, why? Because it makes no sense to me. And, and on another issue, if, if I'm in the do unto others as they do unto you mode, I don't, I don't do anything with the Houston Texans. Screw you. I would agree. Screw you, Texans. Maybe they didn't really want Wes Welker. Maybe it was like, oh, we'll go in this direction then. I mean, who knows? Sometimes everything doesn't, isn't as offensive as it's portrayed. Like your face. Right. Exactly. Thursday afternoon, Altitude 950 broke the news. The Nuggets make a trade. Emmanuel Moody to the Knicks. There just there was no fit for him here in Denver. Devin Harris at Denver. You go and get Devin Harris. Let's talk about Devin Harris. 34. 34-year-old. Is a nice, solid, smart veteran player. And a guy that can settle things down a little bit on the second unit. Oh, that's large. And the push for the playoffs continues. Head fake and then the three. Yes! This is the home of your Denver Nuggets. Altitude 950. When the time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV? With the mouse print disclaimer telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price. Followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news. You do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Alan Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now. And for good reason. It's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business. The promise of a respectful, honest experience. And yes, absolutely a great deal, just without the nonsense or silly games. And right now, during Ram Truck Month at Johnson's, enjoy special incentives on over a 1,000 vehicles, over 600 trucks, 350 new Rams and 250 new Jeeps, each one ready for you to test drive. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza. You're going to love these guys. North of E470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Guys, Wednesday is Valentine's Day, and you need a gift for your wife or sweetheart. And as you're looking around, ask yourself, does she really want a box of candy? Or would she prefer some time to herself to relax and unwind? This year, buy her a few hours of relax at Beau Visage Skin Care and Spa. Let's face it, women love to be pampered, and nobody does it better than Beau Visage. They have two beautiful facilities specializing in luxurious services, like wonderful European facials, soothing massages, fantastic body treatments, and much more. They're all designed to pamper that special lady at extremely affordable prices. And for you guys that have no idea which one to get, don't worry. They have several gift packages for anyone's budget. Just call 3037 795002 or go online to bbspa.com. This Valentine's Day, think Beau Visage 3037795002 or bvspa.com. Are you looking for a new career? Well, with today's fast-paced world, content is available and consumed at an accelerated rate, making media careers in very high demand. And the Colorado Media School is your first step to get the necessary training to prepare you for an exciting media career with courses and training for 
TV and radio personality, sports broadcasting, audio and video editing, online and social media content, and so much more. If you belong in front or behind a camera or microphone, then you got to check out the Colorado Media School right now. They'll even give you an orientation just for calling to see what they're all about. Get instruction from real industry pros and graduate in as little as eight months. Hey, if you start now, you have a chance to get that media career in this year. And at the Colorado Media School, you can work on your own show or production right when you begin classes. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify give you all the reason to call right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Well, the drive overall is looking pretty decent. Traffic is brought to you by Murdoch. The worst of it right now is stop-and-go traffic southbound I-25 between Broadway and Hamden. C-470 is still sluggish eastbound Wadsworth through to Platte Canyon and between Bulls and 285 and approaching I-70 where there's an earlier stall. Now through February 13th, shop Murdoch's Ranch and Home Supplies, Pet Food, and Supplies Truckload Sale for the lowest prices of the season on brands like Natural Balance, Science Diet, Canada, and more. Visit Murdoch's today for details. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I like how our team responded. Um, There's a lot of ups and downs here at this game, but I really thought we stuck with it. And, uh, it's just a testimony of our team. We, we played a full 60 there, and um, we didn't get too high or too low. So uh, I liked how we got I liked our game today for sure. Tyson Jost got on the board last night. Avs beat the Sabres 5-4. Much needed dub. Of course, we'll visit with Jared Bednar every Wednesday on this show, 7.30. Are we going to do that thing with Coach this week since it is a game day? They've got Montreal at home Wednesday. What do we do? on? We do it on game days as well? Yeah. Nice. We have been all season. I just want to make sure. Always on Wednesday, 7.30. Uh, From the text line... 30933, we just talked about Luke Richardson leaving the uh, Broncos organization, the strength and conditioning coach, to take a similar job with Houston, even though he had one year left on his contract. And I made the point during the break, you know, the Broncos are always seen as a as a destination point, right? This is where people want to end up. It's yeah. a great place to work. Yeah. It, it, does not, it doesn't look good when people are suddenly leaving the organization for various reasons or whatever reasons. It does Just not. Leave. You know, it's it's not a good look in my opinion. Now, it does not look somebody good at on all. the text line says one one eight nine writes in here. Over the last few years, I've not been impressed with the player health and recovery. Luke has not been that impressive. Maybe they don't care if he left. Maybe they mm. don't. But give give me an example of that, right? Like again, and I'm not trying to mm-hmm. say I was right. But probably from 2008 until 2012, I harped over and over and over again about Rich Tootin to the point where people were like, what is your beef with Rich Tootin? Mm-hmm. And it was because they continually had guys like Champ Bailey who were out for seven weeks with a pulled hammy because they were doing old school powerlifting type workouts. Yeah. I I don't recall those kind of nagging injuries with this yeah, team. Yeah, and, and and don't sell me on this. They showed class thing because I, I listen. Work is work, competition is competition. You show class when it doesn't affect your competition, your competitive balance. Six four four seven writes in class would have been letting Jamal Charles go find work elsewhere, which bingo. they didn't do. Bingo, exactly. So why were they classy with Luke Richardson? Why you were they classy classiness with Kyle Orton? Yeah. They weren't. <laughs> They weren't. They saved a million bucks with Kyle Orton. That was the deal. Do you, do you think Bill Belichick showed class in allowing Garoppolo to go to San Francisco? No. Class wasn't part of the equation. It's a. It's always a business decision, which is fine. I don't have a problem with the Broncos. Hey, we wanted to save a million bucks. We didn't think it would bite us in the butt. 
it did. Had we scored more than seven points in the finale, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have. But that's how it turned out. And I'll even take it closer to home. Uh, the Nuggets tried to trade Kenneth Fareed. Could not find a suitor. Right? Class would have been just trade him anywhere for anything. Just let him go start anew. But no, it's business. I get something in return. And if you have it's a business, if you have a guy under contract, and this kind of ties into the Josh McDaniels thing, unless there's some sort of family issue, like I don't know, maybe Luke Richardson's from the Houston area, and I don't know, he's got a parent that he needs to be down there to help take care of. Whatever, I don't know. Unless it's some sort of family issue, then this reeks of there's more to the story. Something else is up. It is 8.52 on this Monday morning. H.W. is not here, but Marty Osher is. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. woo Sugar slam. Shake that. What's up, Marty? How's it going, fellas? So you and your um, new... Wife, what? How long have you been married? Three months now. Yeah, three, three months. Okay, so let me. I'm going to predict something right now. Last night, she had you held hostage in front of the Olympics. Uh, right? Saturday, actually, that happened Saturday. Yes, the figure skating, I know how yeah. this works. <laughs> I, I've again perspective, my uh-huh. friend. I've been yeah. there. So Watched about an hour and a half. Exactly. Figure skating. So as a newlywed, here's what you do on the weekend. There's a game on. You want to watch it? Nope. It's figure skating. It's the Olympics. If she's interested. You're interested. All right, real quick. Two things I watched this weekend, Vic, that I think you would like. Yeah. CNN's got a six-part documentary. It started last night with parts one and two on the Patty Hearst kidnapping. Okay. Which I know the basic story of it. I have zero interest in that, but okay, it was, I'll work with you. It's fascinating. And then have you seen the movie American Made with Tom yes. Cruise? Yes, saw it. That's a good movie. Yeah. It was it's really right. good. That's how, you know, if you've seen the Narcos series and you've gone through all that, you... Yeah, but that movie was good. That yeah. that character's in Narcos for like five minutes of yes. one show. He is. And they made an in two hour movie about it and yeah. it's and it's Tom Cruise. I thought Tom Cruise was great in it. I thought it was a great movie. It's worth the five ninety nine rental. Movie I saw over the weekend, three billboards. Uh yeah. Good. Great movie. I saw Great movie. Yesterday I th- what's it called? Best showman or whatever they want about P. T. Barnum. Oh. It's like a musical. Is it? No. You'd love it. You like La La Land. La La Land was one thing. It was good, and after you see it, I will tell you the wonderful music observation I made right. that blew my family's mind. Can't wait, Paul Anka. Go on, Marty. Paul All right, Anka. the great Bill Russell turns 84 today. Guys, he played 13 seasons in the NBA, won 11 titles. One as a player, one as a coach. Is there anyone more decorated in basketball than that man? Not in the NBA. No. No. He uh, And then he you know, he had a second stint as a coach. Remember when he was the coach the of the coach Kings? Coach player. Wasn't a very good coach with the Kings. He was a broadcaster. Yeah. He's a little bit of a curmudgeon. I kind of like that. Um, I hate to go old school on that gentleman who called in and complained that we're talking about old people, but I got a chance to interview Calvin Murphy in Houston Friday night. One of my least favorite people. Well, that's fine, but as a small guy, he could fill it. He Man, could. I could score. I did not like when Mahmoud abdul Rauf was trying to break his free throw record, and he would stand behind the... And he rooted it, against him. It, actively, like, was trying to distract him. I forgot about that. I should have brought that up. That was classless. I mean, John Elway, who shows class, would never have done that. Texter, Calvin Murphy, look him up. You just dropped Paul Anka, too, by I'm the sorry. way. <laughs> All right, how about this one? RG3, he's in his 20s, turns 28 today. What's the next move for this guy? Is the uh, XFL in his future? I don't know. Coach? I think he's done. 
I think he is too. He it said was, he had two offers last year and he uh, turned him down. I don't care. Well, then you're, then you're done. He's a fool. Then mentally, you're done. I I can't I, I believe. Don't, here's my answer. I don't care. You know what though? All the people who think the Colin Kaepernick thing is all about politics and it's not why he's in the league. No, he could be playing football if he wanted to. Well, and RG three doesn't have a job yeah. either. He could be playing football if he so, wanted to. I, it, it just is it's odd to me. I would think RG3 has to be a better option. Let me ask you this. Was RG3 a better option than Trevor Simeon? Uh, fully healthy, yes. Yeah. So why didn't they give him a look? Doesn't make any sense to me. Maybe it's because his hand size is only nine and a half inches. <laughs> Could be. Uh, another Other quarterbacks in their 20s. Paxton Lynch turns 24 today. When we all start to grow up, it's 24. It's a magical day for Paxton Lynch. All right, on draft night, when they picked him, what was your guys' initial reaction? Were you happy? Were you sad? Were you I, mad? I, honest to God, and this is very material of me, I said that pirate looks got to go. That's the first thing I said. I swear to God. I said, I can't. It's got to go. I think you're always excited when your team drafts a quarterback in the first round. I was excited when they drafted Tebow. So was I. I was excited when they drafted Lynch. I think you're always like, hey, this could be the future. This could be the guy. I'm the only one in Denver who still thinks that's a possibility. Well, I'll give you this. He's still very young. In quarterback years, 24 is extremely young. He's turning 24. Think yeah. about that. He's turning 24. Very young. And and our eight, our guy HW isn't here to drop a pot shot about how oh, he'll probably play some Xbox for his birthday or whatever the case may be. He's 24 years old. Let's, let's see how this develops. How old were you when you matured, when you turned that corner? 12. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. That's when he started writing articles. <laughs> I was three eight. No, 38. I I was more mature at eighteen than I was at twenty eight. Mm-hmm. I, I had a, I had a kind of delayed, mm-hmm. crazy period. His hand size ten and a fourth. So oh, take yeah. that as you will. Nineteen ninety three, the San Jose Sharks tie an NHL record by losing their seventeenth straight game. They went eleven and seventy one that year. Damn. That's Eleven and seventy-one. You know why that has uh, relevance here, local Nuggets. Yes, the Bill Hanslick Nuggets team was mm-hmm. eleven and seventy-one. All right, two thousand eleven. We were in the midst of Lynn Sanity. He came out of nowhere, played uh, eight great games, and now he's made over sixty-four million dollars. Guys, remember the Lynn Sanity? Sixty-four era? million bucks. He had a two-month stretch with the New York Knicks where he stole the spotlight. Remember, Lynn Sanity happened shortly after Tebow Mania. Correct. They were in the same neighborhood. And you saw Tebow Mania. Lynn Sanity took on the same stage in basketball. You know, I was just going to ask the question, can you come up with a, a guy who was that big and that popular for that short period that of time? Short? And yeah. you're right, Tebow's it. Tebow Mania and Lynn Sanity are two greatest. Like, give us... What's, give us a baseball example. What about Fernando Valenzuela? Oh, no, he was great. He was, great for he was a, long a great time. player for and, a long and time. His, I mean, he was great for th- maybe three years. He had a long career, but he yeah. was awesome for yeah. three years. This is like two months. That's what I'm saying. Lynn Sanity for two months could do no wrong. I will never. Cameras went to every game. I will never forget. We It was, it was mid-December, right before Christmas. We went to Disney World. And every person we talked to. Every person, and we said we were from Denver, wanted to talk about Tim Tebow. Sure. I remember wa- sitting in the hotel room watching Sports Center, and the whole rundown on the left side was Tebow. Every story yep. was Tebow. Exactly right. It was insanity. And Linsanity did the same thing for a while. Crazy. Do you even know who he plays for right now? Can you give me the team? He went to Houston, and now he's hurt with, oh, God. I, I don't, Memphis. I believe it's Brooklyn. Brooklyn, yeah. yeah he went geez. to the Lakers for a little bit, too. Signed a huge deal over there. 
At this day, 2001, the ninth ESPYs were held. It was the last time they were held in February. They were uh, moved the following year to the day after the MLB All-Star Game. Got the uh, list of winners here in front of me. You guys want to guess? Male athlete, best team. This, this past year? No, 2001. In 2001? Well, I just read Stuart Scott's book. Man. That's a deep read, bro. That's a deep read. Of course, he's a former SB honoree. Male athlete of the Stu year. Scott. Okay. Team of the um, year. So this would have been for the year 2000 because it was February yeah. 2001. 2000 mm-hmm. male athlete of the year. Lance Armstrong. Mm-mm. Derek Jeter. Mm-mm. It was Tiger Woods. Uh, oh, okay. That makes Tiger. sense. Still Tiger. Sure. Who was team of the year? Team of the year, the Yankees. Okay. Uh, so one Colorado uh, tie-in here was comeback player of the year. Terrell Davis. Mm-mm. No, okay. Two baseball players. Thousand. Uh, no clue. Todd Helton? Andres Scalaraga. Mm-hmm. He wasn't on the Rockies at the point. But, big uh, cat. Right. Well, we got nothing right there. That was not fun at all. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. That was my last one, so I will see you at uh, 9.50. <laughs> Top of the hour, you got the Vic Lombardi Show. Chris Marlowe coming up at 9.30. This has been your morning sugar fix, brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 9.50, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tomorrow, the Nuggets take on the Spurs at Pepsi Center. Tip-offs at 8.30 with the pregame show giving it away at 8.05. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. The KSE Parker, Denver, home of the Avalanche, home of the Nuggets, Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Jokic looks in, cross-court pass over to Gary Harris for the game winner. Yeah! G-Money knocked it down at the horn. And the Nuggets finally, finally win a game on the last shot. Were you paying attention? You heard Kaz's call. Be the third caller right now on the hotline, 303-753-0950. Be the third caller, and you're in the running to win a pair of courtside seats, Club Lexus VIP, when the Nuggets take on the Clippers on February 27th. Phone lines are lit. This is the first chance to qualify. This will happen all this week, once on every show. It'll happen all next week, once on every show. And then next Friday, what is that, the 23rd? Yeah, 23rd. At 5 o'clock, Crickman and Harris will draw the winner. So Tebow Mania took the NFL by storm for about six months. Lynn Sanity for two months in in basketball. Uh, on the text line, I asked for a baseball uh, recommendation. Mark the Bird Fidrich, if you remember his story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was 70s baseball, I believe. Late 70s, was it not? Yeah, that yeah. would make sense. Uh, give us was he a tiger? I believe he was a Detroit tiger, yes. So he took the, the, the world by storm. He was just an oddball. Yeah, and nobody could hit him. Yeah. I mean, Hideo Nomo had that weird pitching motion, so he was great right out of the gate, and then people kind of figured him out. Um, I was kind of thinking Aaron Judge might be that guy because he tailed off after the All Star break, but I think he's here for good. I think he's here to yeah. stay. He's just yeah. too, that's too good a stroke. It's it's hard to think of a baseball example. I, I got Jimenez I, I, for the first half I, I, of that got, one season. Was, I got one for you. I got one for you. Who was the outfielder turned pitcher turned try to do whatever he could to stay in the league? Rick for the Exactly. Remember, he was like Mister Everything, uh-huh. and then he just. 
lost it. Well, he's a pitcher who all of a sudden couldn't throw the ball over the plate. Yeah, he he started. Did he start as a pitcher? Mm-hmm. And then they moved him to the field. Mm-hmm. And then he suddenly couldn't do a damn thing. Mm-hmm. He had the he had the same like brain lock that Chuck Knobloch had. Yes. Couldn't throw the ball from Steve second base Sachs. to first. Steve Sachs. It's just it's weird. Well, how... It still happened. John Lester can't throw the ball to first. He's the he's the current example of this. Yes, which is weird. You can throw a ninety five mile an hour fastball over the plate, but, but you can't toss the ball to first base. Like free throw shooting. It's strange. Throw to it me. underhanded. It's strange to me. Throw Remember, it underhanded. Didn't he have a play where he just threw the glove and everything? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you get it done however you can. Okay, it's nine o'clock now, nine oh four to be exact. And according to the rundown put forth by yeah. HW. Yeah, he did this last night before he took some much deserved PTO yeah. today. Much needed PTO. Much needed, yeah. Um according to the rundown here, here's what it reads. Can you read the rundown? What it says? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Have it in front so, of you? Uh nine o'clock. Uh, call South Korea. All caps and bold. Call South Korea. Okay. All right. Let's find a popular bar. Dot, dot, dot. I did some Googling today. Movie scene in a bar? Hangover? What does that even mean? I don't know. But he did some Googling today. What did you Google? Popular bar in South Korea? And did you pass that information on to anyone? How does one call South Korea? I have Korea? no idea. And no. obviously he didn't check the time because I think it's 1 a.m. there right now. Well, the people are I don't know. They're I don't know. I have no idea. What is the time difference? See, that's the problem with these Olympic games. I, I have no idea when things are happening, right. when it's live, when it's a week old. I'll look up, like I'm looking up right now, and I'm watching some event. How do I know this didn't happen eight weeks ago? See, but it, it gets in your head, too. My wife and I are watching the other day. And we're like, is this live? And I start Googling it. Like, do I already know the results? And up in the right-hand corner, really It big, says live. It says live. But you don't know. Sometimes they have it up there and it's a repeat. <laughs> I'm guessing it was live. So did anybody get any of this information that he Googled yesterday? How, does does no. anybody know the long distance? How does yeah, one, we got the codes here. We're going to try it out here in a minute. Yeah, how does one call? I just want to see if we can do it. We have trouble calling anybody here in Denver. Uh, on these phone lines. I don't remember the last time we had a guest. I mean, we've got Chris Marlowe at 9.30. We will have phone no issues. No doubt about it. Hell, Joel Dreesen, when he joins us on a weekly basis, his call taps out halfway through. I was on last week, well, a week ago Friday, so 10, 10, 11 days ago from Houston, and you guys couldn't hear me the first part I was talking. What are the chances of actually executing a call to South freaking Korea? But this is the wonderful direction we got from our producer. Here's our, here's our again, our instructions for 9 o'clock. Call South Korea. <laughs> Let's find a popular bar, which is so HW. It's, hey, guys, let's find a popular bar, as opposed to, I already did it. I did some Googling today. So what? It doesn't help me. Let's collectively find a popular bar. Are we ready? This is so... Let's just try it. I mean, it's on the right. Are we ready to find a popular bar? What are we doing? We're going to call South Korea. Let's see if we can do it. We're going to do it live. (laughs) No idea. Do we know the name of this establishment, Jesse? Can you give me a name? I think hello in Korean. Who town? Who town? Who town? I okay. think hello in Korean. I think is Yomoseo. I think. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. All right. Is it ringing? What's going on? I don't hear anything. Trying again. It's something like. Your call cannot be oh, completed. Oh, We'll give it one more shot because according to the rundown, we're calling Korea. We're calling South Korea. Well, we think we're calling South Korea. You know, and everybody's so surprised about how cold it is in South Korea, right? Yeah. If you had been a fan of the series MASH, Correct. you would know 
how cold it is in Korea. This would not surprise exactly. you at all. Oh, my God, I had no idea. Yeah. Did you remember Alan Alda freezing his butt off? Yeah, there were a lot of shows where they were running out of warm clothing. Here we go. Who town in South Korea. Some of the events are being held like where there's grass, though. Did you notice that on the cross-country skiing? What like when they would they would break out to the aerial view and there was snow on the course and then it's just brown grass off in the field. Oh, so it's artificial snow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here we go. This is is it still Who Town? Yeah, Who Town in South Korea. What are we asking them? I don't. Do you, you speak it. You speak the language. You just I said you know one word. Them. What is the word again? <laughs> Yomo Seo. All right, say one answer. <laughs> Yomo what? Yo mama? Yomo Seo. I okay. think. I don't know. All right, try one answer. I don't want to. I don't want to do this. It. Nobody's going to answer anyway. They're asleep. They're not like us. Yeah, we don't, we didn't even bother to Google the time difference while we were Googling popular bars in South Korea. Will did some great Googling there. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most half-assed rundown segment ever. It's the worst segment ever. Call South Korea. Right. Oh, right. We're done. We're done calling we South tried. Korea. We tried to follow instructions. Apparently, the Pyeongchang bar scene isn't that great. Oh, jeez. Did anybody... Did we, let's find out the time difference. What time 14 is it? 14 hours. Do we know that? I don't know. I that. just said that earlier, like, that pulling it out even, of thin air. That doesn't even register to me. When someone says there's a 14-hour difference. Yes, yeah, it's 1.08 a.m. on the 13th. What so month? tomorrow. What month it's, is it over there? It's Tuesday, February 13th at 1.08 a.m. So at 1.08 a.m., our producer's bright idea was to call South Korea. <laughs> Let's find a popular bar. I did some Googling today. <laughs> I mean, this is just the epitome of not thought out. Like, we could have done it at 7.30. That would have yeah. been 11.30. Again, the big news out of the Olympic Games, uh, when, you were, when you were watching the figure skating last night, Marty O was watching figure skating all weekend, a former avalanche ice girl. She was an ice girl with the Avs, completed the first triple axel, landed a triple axel. First time a U.S. woman has done that ever at the Olympic Games. Her name is Mirai Nagasu. You know what was really cool about that was watching the other members of the U.S. team yeah. when that she reaction. landed it. Be honest, though. Could you, if you saw somebody just leap in the air and twist it, could you identify a no. triple axel? No. Like, when, when she did that compared to others, like, what's the difference? I can't. Where, uh, where Where is the triple in the triple axle? I, I go watch my son do gymnastics, and it's like, no, that was a double with a twist or whatever. I have no idea how many times they flip or spin or do whatever. I can't tell. It all happens in the blink of an eye to me. It doesn't register. So that is the same move that Tanya Harding tried to pull off, correct? And never could correct. at the Olympics? She couldn't pull it off at the Olympics, but she, I think she might have been all the right, first right, woman so to do it. Can I... Can I Make an obvious comment here, then. If you pull off the triple axel, shouldn't you win the competition? Is she winning? Where, where, where does she stand? In well, the... it was the team competition. Didn't it help that... the team get a bronze? Okay, but in the is she part of the one-on-one -on -one competition, too? Is she in I that? think so. Oh, well, I would assume so, so. So if you could pull off the historic triple axel, nobody's done it from, from the U.S., shouldn't you just automatically win? Well, if you're her, would like, you? I don't, I don't need the art. Like we... all the, the If all you do is go up there, skate around a... Uh, Michael Bublé, and then you pull off one triple axle. That should be enough. Well, if you're her, wouldn't you have rather saved it for the individual? That's what I'm saying. I mean, Maybe. I, what would Dick Button have done? <laughs> Tell you what Tara Lipinski did. By the way, by the way, NBC, just a, just a little commentary. 
Lipinski and Johnny Weir are the greatest analysts in the history of sport. I've already established that. They're good. They're great. Can't miss television. I want to see them comment in the corner of the screen while the act's going on. Ooh, that would be good. Like I picture really, in I picture? Want, exactly. I want to see their reaction to the jumps, the leaps, the costumes. That's part of the allure. I want to see them the entire run. I'd rather see them. In fact, instead of seeing the figure skating, I'd rather see them commenting on the figure skating. Maybe put the figure skating in the small box. Yes. That's the show. That actually would be pretty good. I'm stunned that I'm doing a radio show with somebody who doesn't find Tara Lipinski appealing. I don't. I'm sorry. Shock. Have you seen this photo? Do I have to show you this? Did you see her on TV yesterday? I'll show it to you right now. You tell me. Take just just take one look. See what was what was more of an old guy reference? Paul Anka or Mash? Right there. Come on, dude. Mm. That's from this year. That's last night. Come on. It looks better last night than she Come did on. Saturday. Come on. Oh, maybe. Maybe. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Not sure what we're doing next. The rundown <laughs> says call South Korea. <laughs> this is James Merrillat from my friends at American Financing. A lot of you right now are asking the same question. Is now the right time to refinance? For some homeowners, it could be a good time to refinance, but the time is definitely running out due to the increase in rates. If you can shave at least one percentage point from your current mortgage rate, then refinancing could make sense for you. How do you do it? You call them at 303-695-7000 or you check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. Again, that's American Financing, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. Find them at 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. Find out if now is the right time to refinance. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. Are the Denver Broncos going to try and offer Kirk Cousins a deal better than what Jimmy Garoppolo got him? And I was just reading the Garoppolo deal. You know, he's getting close to $90 million in guaranteed money. Close to 90, not 74, close to 90 million bucks of the 137.5 is guaranteed dough. And so are the Broncos ready to pony that up? For a guy that may not pick them anyway. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans. As general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish. On time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. Kevin Flesh here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney and, more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. 
Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet donuts of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand, daily, with only the best ingredients. And how about this? Come into any Lamar's for a free donut the day after a Nuggets win. Find the location near you at Lamar's.com. Lamar's, where we have simply a better donut. Offer valid while supplies last. Offer does not include specialty donuts. Limit one per customer per group. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Out of bounds, last touch by Wilson Chandler. And that'll be Suns. And now there are two of them are getting into it. It's Will Barton and Troy Daniels. they got to be separated here by security referees. They tumble into the front row. And now they're still going at it. Barton charged him again. And now they finally calm him down and separate him. Dude, that happened like two minutes into the game Saturday night in Phoenix. Will the thrill going at it with some guy named Troy Daniels. Again, th- this Phoenix roster without their key players is rife with these dudes I've never heard of. It almost they're like three or four guys I'd never heard of them. Now it was early in the game, but it wasn't like Landeskog where this was a staged let's oh, no. go kind of thing. Oh, it may have been staged on the Phoenix end. I'll have more on that here momentarily. But the Nuggets emerge on that two-game road trip by taking uh, one out of two, which is acceptable given the fact they got blown out in Houston the night before. They go into Phoenix and uh, survive the Suns late. Uh, at one point, the Suns were up seven in the second half. Nuggets come back to win that game. 26 for Wilson Chandler, 25 for Will Barton, and Will the Thrill was getting heated early. Now, let me tell you what was behind that little fracas. Okay. Because it's interesting when you go through an entire NBA season. It's very interesting and intriguing what motivates other teams, what motivates your own team. Why do some teams play hard on given nights? Why do they respond the way they do? So... (laughs) Earlier in the week, I'm listening to uh, Richard Jefferson's podcast, okay, and it's awesome. His podcast, if you're a Nuggets fan, must listen. It's called Road Tripping, and I listen every week. I'm like a fanboy who listens to his podcast. He's so good at relaxing guys, just letting them speak their minds. Does he talk to other players when they're visiting here or they're on yes. the road? Okay. Speaks to other players, speaks to his own players. So the day after the trade deadline, he sits down with Gary Harris. Mason Plumley and Will Barton. Okay. 50 minutes. Just straight 50 minutes of fun and talk. And during that 50 minutes, they get on the subject of playing the Phoenix Suns. And Will Barton, they, they talk about how the Suns got absolutely tattooed by the Spurs in Phoenix on Wednesday night. Correct. It they was lost like, by 48. It was like 69-31 at yeah. half. Just a bucket, late bucket away by losing. They could have lost by 50, put it that way. To which Will Barton reacted by saying, in a joking manner, it wasn't anything bad. Listen to the podcast yourself and form your own opinion. But he wasn't trying to kill the Suns for this. But his reaction was, hey, man, you lose by that much. Entire team's got to go to the G League for a while. It was funny. Yeah, funny comment. Yeah, it wasn't like, again, this is a guy who had to struggle to get to where he is today. So understand the context. Sure. Yeah, that team is, they gotta go to the G League. If you can, if you lose by 48, you gotta spend a week in the G League. Eh, I didn't think anything of it. Apparently the Suns did. Really? Huh? A, a comment made on Richard Jefferson's podcast, podcast. became bulletin board yes. material? Yes. 
Huh. So if you're asking why Troy Daniels started going at Will Barton two minutes into the game, that's why. Has Troy Daniels spent time in the G League? Apparently so. I've never heard of the guy. Me either. So I even suggest he probably yeah. has. I, I think they had two or three guys on that roster Saturday night that are G League players. Don't you think that's being a little overly sensitive? Well, you know, whatever. Whatever I mean, I get, whatever inspires. I get using whatever you need to to motivate yourself, but that's being overly sensitive. I, I get it. I think. But I tell you, talk. his Will had no idea. I, t- I interviewed Will live after the game. And I said, "What is with what's going on between you and the Suns? Is there a rivalry forming here? What is this?" And he looked at me like I had two heads. He goes, "What rivalry? I don't know what you're talking about." He had no idea why this guy came at him. Even afterward, even after the game, until it was explained to him why Troy Daniels was snappy. Did the light bulb go on? Yes. So here's the exchange I had with Will Barton in the locker room thereafter. Again, you never know what inspires or motivates. The opposition. Listen to this. I just found out what it was about now. Uh, on RJ podcast, uh, I said uh, at the Phoenix had lost by 50 to the Spurs. We was making jokes, and I said uh, after <laughs> I said after that game, they should trade trade the, throw the whole team away, throw it to the G League. But it was, you know, it wasn't nothing personal to things. I would have said that about us. If, if they hadn't loved, just being funny, we were on the podcast. But I didn't know during the game that's what it was about. I didn't find out until I came in. So now I see what it was all about. The bigger question is, did you realize anybody actually listened to RJ's podcast? That's what I'm saying. I really didn't think. I really didn't. And, and that's crazy you said that, Vic. I said the same thing. I'm like, they listened to that? I was like, okay. Well, it's whatever. Yeah. Talk about, it wasn't about Troy Daniels. It was just you said. I mean, about, he you, made, you, you said something about the Suns. Yeah, okay. but I, I'm coming to the game. I, I didn't remember I even said that. Like I'm not thinking about that. So when we came back in, they told me that's what it was about. Now it's like it all makes sense. Like oh, that's why he came out like that. Which I respect. Shit, you're supposed to take that personal, and I respect that. Make sure you dump that last part of the comment there. Uh, that was funny. I see. I find that humorous. Yeah, I do too. I mean, it, look, I I don't know that they were being overly sensitive. I think they were looking for something to fuel themselves. Sure, which I needed something. I get, and that's a very fine line. Um, but these teams, again, the reason I brought up the the word rivalry. Do you remember the last time they played Phoenix? What happened? Devin Phoenix. Booker and Jamal Murray went at each other. Yeah, and it was the, friends. Did Phoenix come in here and won? They right? won. Yeah, and, but they they went at each other. Like Devin Booker did the mock blue arrow thing. Right, 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 right. Jamal Murray dunked on Devin Booker a couple possessions later. I got no problem with in all that. In that game, Tyson Chandler, Mason Plumlee started fouling the hell out of each other. Chandler got hit with a flagrant. I like all that threw too. Plumlee to the floor. A little bit of history brewing there. Some back and forth. Yeah, now, now two you got teams get, going in different directions, right? Mind you, Phoenix has got to get some things corrected, sure, to make that a rivalry. That I mean, it's kind of that you don't want to pick a fight with somebody below you on the totem pole. Ask me if I like it. Do you like it? I love it. I don't have a problem. I with it. see people are going to look at that and say that's unnecessary. Shouldn't say that. Nah, man. Listen, man. Sometimes when you go into Phoenix and you're playing a team that you know you should beat, and they get mad at you for whatever reason, and they spark you because after that. That got Will going. Will finished with 25. I love it. I don't have any problem with I it. I love which it. Which you may be surprised with given the way we went back and forth about mm-hmm. Crabtree and Talib. But this was... Because this was not staged. Correct. And it was recent. It wasn't what happened in July in Dallas. It was... They just lost by 50. Will Barton made fun of them on a podcast, and they were ticked. Okay. 
I got no problem with that. I have no problem with that at all. But again, it's the way the Nuggets responded to them being ticked. They won the game. Yeah, and exactly. they lost the game. I might be singing a different tune today. Uh, I would agree. Hey, did you see the breaking news out of? Uh, well, I guess out of hold on. baseball. Hold, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. I'll come. I didn't find altitude nine fifty. I hit it one more time. Breaking news on altitude nine fifty. Uh, so, uh, former major league pitcher Esteban Loaiza uh, was arrested in San Diego with forty four pounds of cocaine and heroin. What? Forty four pounds. Now it's actually twenty kilos. And had you, had you told me it was 20 kilos, I would have said... I have no idea what that means. That's 44 pounds, and the only reason I would have known, because I watched that Narcos. movie American Made. Oh, okay. And he so got... could carry in the plane, remember exactly. that? Exactly. Yeah. He got two grand per kilo, and he's like, well, how much is that? And the guy goes, 2.2 pounds. Mm. So it was the only reason I would have known. God, you remember oh. details like a weird rating. 40... Man. Well, I was... Because I sat there and did the math of like, gosh, if you were doing... 800 wait, wait. pounds. You're watching a movie and doing math at the same time? Oh, yeah. Like, what? I did three or four times. I'm sitting there telling my wife, well, that was 600 grand. That was 2 million. Okay. Like, over You're and over that over annoying again. guy that talks during movies. We were it, watching it in our basement. When my wife starts talking during the movie, I'm like, Shh. I'm a hush guy. Shh. No, 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 no. I see, I was doing math. It's the person that always goes, where where'd that guy come from? I'm like, I'm watching the same movie you are. How would I know? Hell no. Who's, who's that person? I don't know. All right, so go on. Well, that's the story. So he faces felony drug charges. Like, is he in a? Is he got a bunch of coke in a wheelbarrow? What's he doing? I don't know, but twenty kilos, forty-four pounds of heroin and cocaine. I don't know how much that is, but it seems like a lot. It's amazing how these ex-athletes, even current athletes, get caught with this kind of. Remember Travis Henry? Yeah. Little did we know Travis Henry had a drug run from here to Montana, or was it the Dakotas? I think One it was Montana. Two. I think it was Montana. He was he was running drugs. Well, and I was going to say how much money could possibly be in it when you're making NFL-type money, but watch American Made, and I did the math, and it's a lot of freaking money. But uh, the bail for um, Esteban Loaiza, $200,000 bail. That's it? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. For His court date is Valentine's Day. I mean, heroin, cocaine, and nothing to mess around with. No, I mean, that's pretty serious. It's not like... Uh, Nate Newton, he had like what, like a hundred pounds of yeah. marijuana or something yeah. in his trunk. Heroin and cocaine. Yeah, it's next level. And it's forty-four pounds. Seems like you're in a world of hurt here. Did, does it? Say, did he have it in a car? You're asking way too many questions. Well, well you, you're the one who does know. math during movies. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure many people do that. <laughs> I mean, I'm about to watch a movie. I, I could see you watching Top Gun. <laughs> That's the <not> proper altitude. <laughs> I'm doing the math here. It, I only do the math when the math is kind of mind blowing. When it's two grand for every two pounds, you're like, man, that's six hundred thousand okay. dollars. I get it. That's what I was doing. All right, so that was. Um, I guess that was worthy of our breaking. Was that better than? Yeah. Hey, according to this guy, Woj this might happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, coming up next, we'll visit with uh, Chris Marlowe, the television voice of your Denver Nuggets. Uh, love, love going on road trips with Chris. You learn a little something new every time. I want to get his thoughts on what the Nuggets have in store for them because these next couple weeks are going to be key. Of course, the All-Star break falls this week. They've got San Antonio tomorrow night, Milwaukee Thursday night. Then they get a break. And then next week, I'm telling you, it, it, it ain't an easy move here. They, they got in succession. All right, look at their next five games. San Antonio, Milwaukee, San Antonio, Houston, Clippers.
Not an easy five-game stretch. Not, not at all. Not by any means. Four of the five are on their home court. Yes. That's the saving grace. All right, so I'll ask you the same question I asked before that ridiculous baton death march a week ago. Correct. What do you want out of five games? What's your record? Three and two. Four or five are at home. I know. Three and two. You gotta, you gotta win one of the two against San Antonio, so there's a home loss, and then I'm going to assume they lose in Milwaukee. All right, remember, I'm gonna, every time we have a five game stretch, I'm, I'm gonna keep asking for your weekly record. I, that's, we were breaking it into chunks yeah. earlier. It's what we have to do. They're currently 30 and 26. Correct. Only three games separate teams 10 through 5 in the standings. Think about this. There are seeds up for play right now. There are 30 wins right now. How many wins will it take to make make the postseason in the Western Conference? Well, if it's 45, you have to go 15 and... They've got 26 to play, is it? Yeah, so you'd have to go 15 and 11. That's doable. I mean, 15 of, and 11 yeah. is not winning at a I get super it. clip. I get it. Have you seen the month of March? It's at a fast, it's at a better percentage than they've won their first, at, at their first 56 yeah. games. Again, we're doing math. God, What's I'm happening? So confused. Yeah, this guy on the text line says that's what he uses Alexa for. I've got an Alexa. We should have an Alexa here in the office just for those reasons. Just to do the math just for you? Quick math. Or Please, you can just Alexa. watch a movie, pay attention, Does and Siri, remember. Let me see. Does Siri know? Let me ask Siri. Let me ask Siri. Hey, Siri. How many kilos in a pound? 0.45 kilograms. Damn straight. It was pounds in a kilo, but whatever. It still answered the okay, question. Okay, well, let me ask. Hey, Siri, if I have 40 kilos of cocaine, how many pounds would that be for the movie? <laughs> She's confused. Yeah. You Here's made what I found on the web for if I have 40 kilograms of cocaine. How many pounds would that be for the movie? <laughs> I'm not going to Google it, Siri. I'm not Will. I'm not Googling uh, everything. We're back after this with Chris Marlowe, the voice of your Denver Nuggets. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at C3Adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com. What are you going to do with your $5,000? First Transit is hiring full-time bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. You'll earn competitive pay and have great benefits. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Go to work for First Transit, hiring bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. More information at 720-544-6450. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVA Lakewood.com. 
The skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up to a high-paying and rewarding STEM profession. Get a head start on your career while earning money to pay for college. Log on to NationalGuard.com to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Guys, Wednesday is Valentine's Day, and you need a gift for your wife or sweetheart. And as you're looking around, ask yourself, does she really want a box of candy? Or would she prefer some time to herself to relax and unwind? This year, buy her a few hours of relaxation at Beau Visage Skin Care and Spa. Let's face it, women love to be pampered, and nobody does it better than Beau Visage. They have two beautiful facilities specializing in luxurious services, like wonderful European facials, soothing massages, fantastic body treatments, and much more. They're all designed to pamper that special lady at extremely affordable prices. And for you guys that have no idea which one to get, don't worry. They have several gift packages for anyone's budget. Just call 303-779-5002 or go online to bvspa.com. This Valentine's Day, think Beau Visage, 303-779-5002 or bvspa.com. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Guarded by Lyles, puts his back to Lyles, gets the paint, leans in, and he falls picked out of his hands by Devin Harris and a steal. Harris is across the timeline, stops, and he'll take a three-pointer. Jumper's good. His first bucket is a Denver Nuggets. Forces Jay Triano into timeout. Nuggets have their big lead of the game. They're up by 10. Nuggets hold on to beat the Suns in Phoenix. Much needed road victory. It's been a while. You know, I, I'm, now that I think about it, the last two road games, last three road games, the Nuggets have experienced this season. And I believe they've got eight on the year. I've been a part of all three, the last three. Phoenix, and before that, you have to go back to December 23rd, Golden State. Before that, the night before December 22nd, Portland. Those are the last three the Nuggets have won on the road. And calling every Nuggets game, our very own Chris Marlowe, the voice, television voice of the Nuggets, joins us on the hotline. Christopher, how are you this morning? Well, I'm not doing good, fellas. What's I've going on? a little complaint about your show. Yes, please. Um, too much cause. I mean, a cause, 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 <laughs> cause, cause. I mean, if I'm the announcer, the television announcer, yes. the play-by-play voice, yeah. all I hear is cause. But you understand this is a radio cause medium. This is this is a radio platform. You're you're not on. Te- I, do I have to explain this to you like I had to explain to my grandmother? You're not on television right now, Chris. You're on radio. Yeah, but you were yeah. on your radio show, so you should play a Marlowe highlight. Good boy. Hey, you heard my call yeah. on Gary Harris Street. Yeah. yeah, Jesse, Jesse, hop on the mic. Can can you please apologize to apologize to our guest? I'm sorry, Chris. It was a uh, last moment. Uh, I don't know where to find your call. I'd have to go on the internet probably yeah. to find it. But on the I apologize. Television. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's altitude sports yeah. and entertainment. I that's understand. a good point. I understand. By the way, if you had watched the broadcast via altitude, Chris and I know when it's coming. He has the call of the year every game when it looks like the Nuggets are about to win and somebody hits the dagger shot. And in this case, it was Nikola Jokic with a three late in the game against Phoenix. You hit him with the dilly dilly. And I love it. It just makes me tingle when I hear it. When do you know to drop a dilly dilly? Um, you know, it's something that I just kind of felt 
recently. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be late in the game. It's got to be when the Nuggets are about to wrap it up. It's got to be Jokic. Although I'm working on something uh, that a that a that a Twitter follower uh, uh, sent to me mm-hmm. uh, of well, like Will Barton or Will Wilson Chandler, like a Willy Willy, a Willy Willy, uh, a Willy Willy. Okay, that I might come out with it. Yeah. Or uh, a, a Barton throws it to Chandler, he scores. Yeah. Willy Willy. Yeah. Well, I, I like your Willy B buckets. I like that one to be honest with you. Well, that was that was a suggestion from a fan. Good. Sometimes if the if the fans give me something good that I like that I can incorporate, I, I certainly like to use it. Keep them coming. Hey, how do the Nuggets get that kind of game out of Wilson Chandler every night? And I'm not saying he has to score twenty six. I'm saying that aggressive Wilson Chandler. How do you get that? Well, it was great to see. Uh we've been kind of waiting for it all season long. Uh I don't know. I, I think Maybe the trade deadline coming and going has had an easing effect on him. I mean, he's been talked about in trades. Uh, he hasn't had a terrific year for him. I mean, last year, career highs and points and rebounds. But this year, uh, I don't know. It, he just hasn't been in that uh, that killer mode. Yeah. And uh, the other night against Phoenix, he played he one saved of his him. best games mm-hmm. of his career, yep. I thought. Yeah, he saved him because the, the Nuggets were in trouble. And they were down seven yeah, in that were. third quarter. Yeah, and he was he was running over guys and driving into the lane and putting guys on their butts and making threes and that's the kind of Wilson chance. If the Nuggets are gonna make the playoffs, that's one of the elements that they need. They need Wilson Chandler to be a scoring factor on that first team. I'm going crazy here in the uh in the words of the great uh, Easy E. I'm going crazy. I am going crazy because one week I'm like, oh yeah, they're in the playoffs for sure. The next week I'm like, oh my god, they got to work just to get there. And then one week, I don't know. I'm in that I don't know stage again because Utah can't lose. They've won nine in a row. It's so bunched up near the bottom of the standings. And then I'm looking at the month of March here, Marlo, and I see all of those road games coming up, and I'm scared. I'm not afraid to admit I'm scared right now. Well, uh, everybody on every team in that bunch is thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. You're too close to it, there. Yeah, I know. You're too close to it. I am. Step back, step back a little bit. The Nuggets are without their two best interior defenders yep. right now. Yep. Without Mason Plumley, without Paul Millsap, they just have no defense inside. And that's not a knock on anybody else on the team. They just can't stop people getting to the rim. And I think things are going to change. I, I talked to Mason Plumley on the bus the other night. He said he's feeling good. He'll be back right after, I think, the All-Star break. I think he can play now with mm-hmm. the playoffs. They just don't want to push Millsap it. Is, is back practicing, and I think – as Nikola Jokic, when you put Nikola Jokic into that mix, offensively the Nuggets are superior. I think it's the same with with Paul Millsap and to a lesser degree Mason Plumlee. Uh, you have to have good interior defenders that can hedge out and trap on those screens. Their Nuggets are getting killed on the pick and roll. They mm-hmm. they need more of that. And when they get Plumlee and Millsap back, I expect the defense uh, to take a big jump upward. I agree on two fronts. I am too close to it. And number two, you mentioned how they'll be better defensively. Heck, offensively. And I'll take the Houston game case in point. How many times during that game 
did the Nuggets find themselves with an opportunistic mismatch on the offensive side, and they just didn't take advantage of it. They'd pop it back out for a three. You can't get into a three-point contest with Houston. If they're going to give you CP3 and James Harden covering a big down low, you got to make them pay. And I think Millsap, with the ball down low, would make them pay. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that of all the teams the Nuggets do not match up particularly well with the Houston Rockets. Uh, for some reason, they just have a collection of ball handlers, a collection of shooters. Uh, they've got the the big and Clint Capella. They've got tremendous depth. And they've got Harden. They've got Harden, who's going to be the MVP. So uh, that that's a, that's a tough matchup. I'd like to see the Nuggets at full strength uh, go after the Rockets uh, now. Uh, but you're right. The Nuggets... Uh, you know, they have some weaknesses, uh, but they have some strengths, too. Their offense is terrific. And, and you know, Scott Hastings is, is always saying that, hey, just worry about the offense. Score 120, 130, and you'll beat every team every night, with the exception of the Warriors and the Rockets. Mm-hmm. What did you notice? Devin Harris played 22 minutes, a lot more than I expected him to play. But what do you see when he's in the game? Do you, do you notice something different? Is he a veteran who provides a different dynamic? Yeah, I think there's just a there's just a calmness about him uh, that is evident to anybody who's ever watched a basketball game. If you're if you're watching guards that know what they're doing, uh, he's in that category. Uh, he's quick. He's fast. He runs the pick and roll. Uh, Hastings mentioned on the air the other night that he's a scoring guard. So when he comes off the screen, he's looking for that. Uh, I actually thought he, he he could have played a little bit more in the Phoenix game, and I think you're going to see him in a lot of three-guard lineups with the Nuggets. But uh, I, th- I think he's a great pickup. He's an excellent foul shooter, 83%, and I think he's going to play a lot. He's just knowledgeable. You know, it's it, it's like someone in the radio business, Nick. You've been doing it a long time. There's a certain there's a certain calmness and knowledge about your game on the radio, and mm-hmm. I, I think the same thing with Devin Harris when I watch him play point guard. There's just a lot of confidence there. When I think of me, I, I don't think of calmness uh, at any any point, but whatever. I like the analogy. Hey, uh, San Antonio coming to town tomorrow night, and you know you know what I think of San Antonio. I just I never like playing that team. It's just a pain in the you-know-what. But they're playing tonight in Utah. It's the second game of a back-to-back for San Antonio tomorrow night. Do you view that as a very winnable game, or is it just one of those, huh? how do you see it? No, I think the Nuggets will win that game. Okay. And I, I'm, I'm not one that puts a lot of credence in the back-to-back, uh, except for the fact that Pop might sit out seven guys. Well, he's, uh, Aldridge is not playing tonight, by the way. He's not expected to play in Utah, which means he'll probably play against the Nuggets. Yeah, and they're probably going to lose tonight in Utah. I, I would uh, I, I would think that Utah is on a roll. They're playing at home without Aldridge. I just think that the Nuggets at home, they should have beaten them in San Antonio. This is not the, the Spurs team of yesteryear. Uh, without Kawhi Leonard, I just think they're beatable, and especially on the road. If you look at their home record, it's excellent. Their road record is sub-500. Uh, and I think the Nuggets, a couple days off to work on their stuff, get ready. I think the Nuggets will win tomorrow night. Are you like me, Chris? Um, we got to cover... Emmanuel Moutier for two and a half years here. I wish nothing but the best for him. I think change is good, especially for him. In his debut with the Knicks, they lose to the Pacers 121-113, but Moutier looked good, 14-10. and 10. He had 10 assists in the game. I, I hope he finds it. I really do. 
You know, he was an intriguing player. I've always liked him. I'm one of the few people, I think, in Denver that still had hope for him. That being said, he needed a change, and maybe going to New York is good. He had some of those games with the Denver Nuggets. Uh, last year, uh, 24 points in the first quarter against the Boston Celtics when the Nuggets won there, uh, I think snapping a seven-game losing streak. So Emmanuel can play. The question is, can he play for a long time? Can he play consistently? Can he run a team? Uh, I think that's what they'll find out in New York. And I think it's going to be an interesting challenge. I talked to some reporters uh, in the last couple of days. You know, he didn't talk to the media I guess he was upset. I, I don't know why. He didn't talk to the media all season long. He didn't want to say the wrong thing, from what I'm told, because he was not okay. playing. He was not starting. He wasn't getting the minutes he desired, so he wanted to sort of keep it to himself. Well, he's not going to be able to do that in New York. Uh, uh, they have the, the the toughest media in the country, and if things don't go well, he's going to have to talk to the media, and that's going to be a challenge too. So resurrecting his game uh, you know, I'm hoping he does well, and uh, I'm hoping he's able to deal with the media, too. All right, we're, we're not going to say goodbye to you without finding the call of the weekend. Here it is, just in your honor. Jokic in the quarter, four for six, shooting, eight points, four rebounds. Jokic! God, I'm so proud of you. I'm sitting there just 12 inches away from you during the Phoenix game, and you made that call, and I got goosebumps. I want to thank you for that. Well, I'm trying, Vic. Especially with you sitting near and listening to every word, I, yeah. I, I try to give it my A game. He's as good as they come, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Marlowe, you're not working tomorrow night because it's a TNT game, but you're back at it Thursday night uh, when the Nuggets visit the Milwaukee Bucks to close out the pre-All-Star schedule. Thanks, Christopher. Appreciate a few All minutes. Right. Go Nuggets. Take care. That is Chris Marlowe on the show. When we come back, we say goodbye. Marty O checks our mistakes, and maybe we'll call North Korea. Who knows? Thursday afternoon, Altitude 950 broke the news. The Nuggets make a trade. Emmanuel Moody to the Knicks. There just there was no fit for him here in Denver. Devin Harris to Denver. You go and get Devin Harris. Let's talk about Devin Harris. 34. 34-year-old. Is a nice, solid, smart veteran player. And a guy that can settle things down a little bit on the second unit. Oh, that's large. And the push for the playoffs continues. Head fake and then the three. Yes! This is the home of your Denver Nuggets. Altitude 950. Troy Hansford can sell your house. An agent that specializes in high-end homes and knows the neighborhood. He's from here. He knows here. Troy will sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing homes, and the key is marketing. It always is. So give him a call today, 720-600-6244. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. 720 600 6244. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. 
So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. When the time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV? With the mouse print disclaimer telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price, followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news. You do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Alan Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now. And for good reason. It's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business. The promise of a respectful, honest experience. And yes, absolutely a great deal, just without the nonsense or silly games. And right now, during Ram Truck Month at Johnson's, enjoy special incentives on over a 1,000 vehicles, over 600 trucks, 350 new Rams, and 250 new Jeeps, each one ready for you to test drive. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza. You're going to love these guys. North of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. As you're pulling into the driveway, you notice your garage door is open, but you didn't open it. Thieves found an easy way in and out. Don't let this happen to you. This is Mark Chapkis, owner of Family Garage Door. Let us come show you the latest in high-tech security features from LiftMaster, including cell phone alerts when the door goes up and automatic deadbolts to lock it down. Please visit us at FamilyGarageDoor.com to schedule your free in-home consultation. That's FamilyGarageDoor.com. Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Rayel de Minas. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Rayel de Minas will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food. It's Rayel de Minas with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at Rayel de Minas Restaurant. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Back behind his net, Zadorov stops, holds, and looks. Slams it up ice. Wilson got behind everybody. Down the wing into the Sabres zone. Down low, out in front shot. Score! The Avs with a 1-0 lead on a goal by Alexander Kerfoot. Avs take care of the Sabres last night on the road. They get back in the W column. You look at the standings. They need all the W's they can get because it is tight in the wild card. Dallas leads the wild card right now at 70 points. Minnesota right behind him at 66. And the Nug, uh, the, Nug- the Avs are two points back at 64. It is so jam packed. I mean, both Western conferences in the NHL. And in the NBA, just jammed at the bottom there. Yeah, the uh, from five through eleven in both conferences are, are pretty packed. Maybe not eleven deep in, in the NBA, but certainly nine or ten. And the Nuggets and Az are in similar positions too. Yeah, you know, just hanging on, hanging on. This is gonna be fun. The last quarter mark of the seasons. This is fun. Two things to keep in mind with the Avs. The number of teams that separate them and a playoff spot, not just the number of points. That starts to worry me when you got to jump multiple teams. And they're starting to lose that game-in-hand advantage they have over some of these teams. At this point, it's it's not everybody. It's a couple of teams. So that uh, I know HW likes to harp on it. That starts to worry you a little bit. It's a couple of those advantages, a couple of things they had the you know, card up their sleeves. Those are no longer there. I say this all the time. But it becomes cliche, and I know people hate hearing this because the playoffs start in April. It's almost like the playoffs have arrived for both teams. The, yeah. these, these are almost like playoff games. When you get to the month of March, not February, when you, when you get to March, 
and your scoreboard watching and every game counts, it has a playoff feel to it. No, I agree. And, and you know, I think, though, in other sports, well, maybe just football, playing playoff-like games in the regular season can help you. I don't know if in basketball, baseball, and hockey where you play a series, mm-hmm. it may help you in game one. Yeah. Because you've been playing at that intensity level. I'm not sure it'll help you for seven yeah, games. You know, that's that's the problem I have with a lot of the NBA schedule. Some of these teams, the schedule losses are real, right? You hear that term schedule loss? That's mm-hmm. real. That's a real thing. For example, yeah. San Antonio is going to Utah tonight. LaMarcus Aldridge is going to sit for whatever reason. Maybe he doesn't want to face off against Rudy Gobert because he'll, he'll block his shot seven times. Right. That's almost a schedule loss for San Antonio. Well, most people would look at it as a second game of the back-to-back, which would be the game in Denver. But they do it differently in San Antonio. They rest their guys the first game of a back-to-back. Really? On a lot of occasions. Okay, so it's either game of a back-to-back becomes a... When it's when you're against tough opposition, mm-hmm. one of them becomes a scheduled loss. Because the Nuggets and the Abs both won the second game of a back-to-back this weekend. Sure. Nuggets won in Phoenix. The Abs won in Buffalo. But if you're and playing the numbers, if you're, if you're Popovich, you're playing the numbers. You got two games. You got Utah and Denver. And you say to yourself, okay, we got to win one of these. Where are we going to throw all of our weapons? Where are we going to throw most of our weight? Which game? The first or the second? Well, I would have normally said Utah. But the way they're playing. But they've won nine straight. But I, I think Utah is an easier place to play than Denver. This maybe. year it is. This maybe. year. Maybe. Yeah. This they also, is. you know, you come to Denver, Denver wants to run up and down the court. That would be the game I would rest, guys. It's a national televised game for the Nuggets. Maybe that has something to do with why they're not sitting, guys. It's an yeah, 830 the, tip tomorrow the, night. The, the, the commissioner has made it known on national television games. He wants stars playing. Well, that's a bad break for the Nuggets yeah. if that's the case. So they're going to rest guys against Utah tonight, so they're ready to go for national TV tomorrow. Just saying. I, it's just, you know, it ties to that point you said of it's not necessarily who you play, it's when you play them. With the All-Star game coming up, the Nuggets might luck out with Aldridge sitting out both games, which would give him 12 days of rest. I, I don't see him sitting both games, according and to the test Do you line. really I, want to give a guy 12 days of rest? No, no. I mean, what, he's not that hurt. I mean, he's not Joel Embiid. That seems a bit excessive. You know, when you have to start rooting for guys to rest... I got a problem with that. That's too. a bad sign. I, I had a good conversation with Mike Malone before and after the Phoenix game. When the Nuggets got word that Devin Booker and Tyson Chandler and Tyler Eulis all sitting out that game, right? I think subconsciously you relax. No doubt. And I think that's a bad thing for a young team. I, w- I would almost rather take on the good players. Take on the starters. That gives you the impression it's a big game. Well, there's a reason why backup quarterbacks tend to have success in one-game appearances, right? Because how many times do people look at that and go, Elway's not playing? We get Kubiak, and he actually had pretty good success playing a game. If you have to play him six straight weeks, it doesn't turn out as well. Marty, what did we do wrong today? Please. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. All right, guys, quite a bit to get to today. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. Quite a bit too. Quite a bit. Well, yeah, I got I got eight bullet points here. HW wasn't even here. I know, I know. I was hoping for a clean show, but uh, not the case here. All right, what do we got? All right, Vicky started off the show a little shaky. Understandable, since the producer was on PTO. Yeah. Uh, first segment got a little mixed up on the rundown. Let's yeah. have a listen. Let's go, piping hot takes. Oh no, is that this segment? No, oh. no, it's big news. See, right I'm now. I'm all messed up. Big news right now. Well, Will's not here. 
Yes, I'm sorry. That's okay. I, I had his back. It was fine. Okay. All right. All right, you guys brought up a ton of old guys today, and uh, <laughs> I've been doing some Googling back here. Where do the wise proceed with caution when you're looking up Dick Button on the work computer, okay? That's it. He's a figure skating analyst. I, I know. I he know. won like a gold in 52 yeah. or whatever. Yes. And that's, Very and flamboyant. Mine today, yeah. Okay. Okay, James, you brought up the running back from the Patriots who rushed for four touchdowns. Unfortunately, you called him Jonathan Gray. His name is Jonas Gray. Jonas Gray. It's embarrassing. Shoot. You're an embarrassment. Are you going to argue this one? No. We, no, I'm not. You're, you're right. I was, I was thinking of the Rockies pitcher. You're going to make the case that he changed his name at some point. No. Wow. You're, you're right. I, you're right. I was wrong. Does that feel Whoa. better? Wow, I am saving that. Okay. I am saving that one. All right. All right, Vic, I might be wrong on this one, but I, I kind of want you to explain this next one for mm -hmm. us. Let's, let's listen. Dean, you're in the running to win a pair of those courtyard ducats. <laughs> <laughs> am I missing something? Is that slang for something? Yeah, or or what happened? in the courtyard. That is so bad. <laughs> Watch the game from the courtyard. Seriously. That is that is Ralph Kiner-esque. Yeah, that, that, was, that, was, that was not good. You, you corrected it right Ralph after that. Ralph Kiner was the master of the malapropism. Yeah. The master of the malaprops. He was the former Pirates announcer. So He's an old guy. Nobody the, wants you to, to mention him. To the texter him. who doesn't like when we reference old guys, look him up. That's who I am. All right, and you guys were talking about Nurkic and wondering why he left the game yesterday. Saw a tweet that he actually wanted to watch the Triple Axel live, so he oh. uh, tapped out in the third quarter and uh, got in front of the TV. Hey, it was history. He makes sense. He, that makes sense. He wanted to see it. He actually had some lower back soreness. That's, that's why he left. What the and, uh, hell's going on right now? What, what's 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 happening right here? On, uh, Is that the Today Show? Some guy with rollerblades. Yes, I don't know. It's Megan Kelly. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right, and finally, the PTO count was at five today. Several different ways of saying it. You guys said much deserved, well earned, well deserved PTO, but uh, we hit five today. I think it was okay. going to be more. Anytime somebody's out, you're going to get that number up there. Yeah, mm -hmm. but the all-time record was the first time you were out. Yeah. And That's before we actually paid any credence to it. And HW said it 79 times. Yeah, he almost hit triple digits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had one vegan count when the donuts arrived. Mm -hmm. And then uh, James got pretty fired up about the Luke Rich Richson story. And uh, we had a balderdash in the rare bunk. We haven't heard bunk in a couple <laughs> wow. of weeks, but we got it today. Bunk. What era is bunk? That's bunk. Is that early 2000s? Is that 90s? What is that? Bunk. I don't know, 1930s? I don't know. What a bunch of bunk. All right, and that is it for me. <laughs> well, thank you for tallying that. I, he actually missed the one where I completely butchered Devin Harris's yeah. pronunciation. Well, and that too. was actually, a, it was it was from TV. Yeah, that was a television butcher. Yeah. Yeah. Courtyard seats. That's a new one. Once they get a courtyard at Pepsi Center, we'll be able to give you courtyard seats. Uh, we all We all make mistakes. I even admitted today I made one. That is big. No, because I was totally wrong. It is Jonas Gray. I butchered it. Uh, later today, I'll be shooting our uh, version of the Winter Olympiad for Let's Talk Sports. We're going to go to Ruby Hill, Ruby Park over here. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, there's very little snow. So we expected snow so we can do some sledding and some winter. There's nothing there. Yeah, you may need to truck some in like they yeah. do for cross-country skiing. I think they skiing. have some artificial snow there just in case. Yeah, you should get that. How get much that did it on. snow here on Saturday while I was, I was sitting poolside in Phoenix and they said it snowed here? How bad uh, was it? I think they got like six inches in Boulder, maybe three inches at my house. I mean, not a, th not a ton. Wasn't that big a deal then? No, I mean, it was an easy shovel. It was an easy. It was more of a push than yeah. a scoop. Jeff Legwald on the show tomorrow, just in case you're interested. We'll talk some Broncos, NFL, get you caught up right now. Let's close the show with our fired-up finale. Woo! This. We're going to be here all day, baby!
is the Fired Up Finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. 5854 says, hey, love the jack wagons who throw out, quote, old guy like it's an insult. If that's the best they can trot out there as an insult, then it's time to log off. I don't understand. So we're educating you, and you find that insulting. Right. So if I, 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 I don't get it. I mean, if somebody came on this show and said, hey, Vic, back in the 50s, there were two guys who had this hair. I wouldn't react like, quit being an old guy. I'd be like, oh, thanks for educating us. I would That's Google great. it and go, whoa. Yeah. Thanks how for about, the perspective. How about that? Look yeah. at this guy. Show some respect. Thanks. That's how to respond. Thanks. You started off the yeah. uh, the week with a win. Yeah. And this was one-on-one, too. We didn't have the third wheel in here competing mm-hmm. for the spot, and I fell short. I, I, had a, I had a rant where I dropped Balderdash mm-hmm. and Bunk, and it didn't win the Fired Up finale. No. I'm fired uh, up about that. Special thanks to all our texters today. We uh, tried to call South Korea live on the show. That didn't work out too well. We'll try again tomorrow. How about we just try every day during the Olympiad? Yeah, and we'll just we should just leave it on the rundown. We'll try different bars. We got a win. dial tone. We got it to ring, mm-hmm. and then it got to the old this line. What, what did it say at the end of it? The call cannot be completed. Okay, as dialed. Yeah. we'll see if we can get through. All if it's week. on the rundown, we'll get through. From now through the end of the Olympiad. Olympiad. We're going to keep trying. Uh, did Vic just say, I can't read that. Pretty good pretty good text, though. Sorry, texter. I can't read it. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Special thanks, Jesse Trujillo, Marty O, Manchester, HW. Get better. We'll see you on the show tomorrow morning. you got Vic Lombardi. Up next, it's who's next? Hastings and Brownman on Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Rewind. Well, I mean, they're all right. Last night, I didn't think we got enough pucks and traffic to the net, didn't create enough offense, and, and when we did, we just didn't capitalize on our chances, but it was a good effort, and, and, and you know, it, just the difference in the game, I think, was that they capitalized when they got opportunities, and tonight, you know, they worked hard. We, we did some good things offensively again, so it's not, I, I didn't love them, but I, you know, it's it's what we have right now with some of the lineups that are out, and um, for Wills to step up tonight, and we, I thought we had a good contribution from all four of our lines, and we were able to roll four lines for most of the game, especially except when the special teams, you know, played a part in that. Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tomorrow, the Nuggets take on the Spurs at Pepsi Center. Tip-offs at 8.30 with the pregame show giving away at 8.05. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. The KSE Parker, Denver, home of the Avalanche, home of the Nuggets. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. Scott Hastings, Julie Brownman, Hastings and Brownman starts now. Your construction smells of corruption. I manipulate to recreate this air to Grand Saga. Gotta launder my trauma, 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 trauma. Julie with you. Woohoo! Hello, Monday. Hello, Monday. We're going to kick your butt. Well, 
Actually, you're going to kick our back because it is Monday. No, but... it's not. Yeah, it's Monday. Monday. Today, you know, I heard a great line. January is like the Monday of the of the year. But it's February. It's February. 